welcome to the Wednesday night tailgate where the tailgate party never ends. I'm your host, Drill Sarnzi, and we got an exciting show for you as it is the night before Thanksgiving. So we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk about our Thanksgiving traditions, what we like to eat, and also, of course, all the news that has happened in the NFL today and what happened last week and what is going to happen this week. But before I get to that, I cannot do the show by myself. I must bring on my tag team partners for this evening. First, he is the only person that is able to get through as a call to morning men on a consistent basis every day. And you listen to him right here on the Wednesday Night Tailgate for all the F-bombs he is about to drop. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Mike fucking Ruick. What the fuck is going on? Happy Thanksgiving Eve. What a different type of Thanksgiving Eve that I'm accustomed to. I can tell you that. It's the first time dad here. Nice. We'll, yeah. we'll get we'll get into that for yeah. sure. You, you can tell us why it's a little little different than what you usually oh, yeah. accustomed oh, to. Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll get yes. into it. We'll get into that, and we must bring on our other tag team partner for this evening. He has the deepest voice of any college student I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> he is Jai. What's up, Jai? What is going on? What is going on, man? How y'all two doing here on this Thanksgiving Eve? Good to be back. Good to be on with you guys as always. Love Loving it. it. I want to. I want to ask before we get really into the Thanksgiving thing, Jai. You are still in college, right? I am. Yes, I am still in college. Is yes. is Thanksgiving Eve still like the biggest party night? Of the year, well, I'm not. Well, I, I graduated from the Joe Burrow School of Anti-Party College Students, so I wouldn't be able to answer that for you. But uh, just th- this week in general, for me personally, is my favorite week. Next to the week of my birthday, it's my favorite week of the calendar year because it's by far is the shortest work week. You know, on of the calendar year, it's Monday is your Monday. Monday is your Monday and is your Wednesday. Tuesday is your Thursday and Wednesday is your Friday. And then you have Mm -hmm. and then you have Thursday and Friday all to yourself. And even some schools, you know, their Monday is their Monday is their Thursday and Tuesday is their Friday. And they have off. Uh, Thanksgiving Eve, which is today on a Wednesday, and then Thursday, Thanksgiving, and then Friday, Black Friday, and then all throughout the weekend. So I've always loved this week. I've always loved this holiday. It's an underrated, underappreciated holiday. It, it, I just, what's not the love about Thanksgiving in this, in the fourth week of uh, November? It's the greatest. It definitely is. And Bruick, I want to get to you because you said, yeah. um, you know, it's different than most Thanksgiving Eves you're used to. So what what is different about you being a father this year as opposed to every other year with Thanksgiving Eve? Well, you know, I'm a first-time father, uh, so kind of have to, um, you know, not go out and be a fucking drunk like I normally am. <laughs> so Thanksgiving Eve was always a big party night for you. Then. Are you kidding me? Right now, so hang on. Technical difficulty. What the fuck is going on? Ruick having problems in the house, it seems like, or in the neighborhood. So I'm with you, Jai. I'm not a big partier these days, but I always remember talking about Thanksgiving Eve being the biggest party night of the year because it's when all the college students like usually finally like come home from being away for the first time during the semester year. 
And so right. they all get home Wednesday at some point. And then hello, hello, yes. Okay. yes, we're back. So, so like, like you're saying right there, right now, normally on fucking Thursday, like not Thursday, Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve, we'd be sitting in my house, all me and the 10 of my friends drinking right ready to go prime priming that engine ready to go ready to look for some you know ace yeah this is this is the day for for us drunks this is this is like the best holiday besides new year's eve this is the drunk holiday like it's it's celebrated religiously mm-hmm. so Bars and clubs be popping tonight, right? Oh, I've, I've, yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. I guarantee it's a lot of my friends. There's a lot of my friends as Rick is getting this <laughs> mic organized. Yeah. There's a lot of my uh, fellow college buddies that are getting turned up tonight. The only, the only, uh, unless it's New Year's or Christmas Eve, it's the only Wednesday night where people are turning up like like it's a Friday or a Saturday night. But uh, like I said, it's it's the favorite. It's it's my favorite month of the calendar year. There's no or in favorite month, favorite week out of the calendar year. It's just it does not get better than that Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Nothing because it's because no it's, it's, it's a Friday essentially. It's it's the greatest. Oh yeah, it's, it's literally it's literally from starting as soon as you get home from either college, work, or wherever you're doing until Sunday night. Yeah, so it's the greatest, the absolute yes. greatest. And now, Ruick, as a father, you'll be, um, you know, putting up Christmas decorations and all sorts of shit every year. Oh, 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 you have no fucking idea. Thank God that my wife is fucking gone. She went food shopping with her mother. Listen to me. My wife already said, oh, it's great. Friday we can put up the Christmas tree. I said, no, we'll do that on Monday. I, I I'm fucking doing that. I, Come on. I would. I will. I, well, uh, shit. I wish your. I wish your. Uh, the Ruicks were living at the Shields household because my Christmas decorations have been up for what about two and a half, three. No, it'll be two weeks this Sunday. My Christmas decorations already be out. It, it, not even out, but up and already full decorated. Oh it's, yeah. No. 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 Nope. I, nope. I, I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. The, the Christmas decorations going up in November before Thanksgiving. I would at least, if I was you, Ruick, I would meet her halfway. If if my mother had that mentality, I would meet her halfway. You want to put them up the the weekend after Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving weekend after that Thursday? I don't like it. I could meet you halfway. Putting them yeah. up the the first full week, the second full week of November. I, I, I'm out. I'm out. I I, I, can't, I can't take it. Yeah. Take Listen, it. I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Christmas. I love Christmas. I love the the time. I love everything about it. But I like Thanksgiving more. Sorry. Just the way that I am. I like being a fat fuck. I like sitting there being a drunk with with a, with a glass of fucking Jameson, sitting there on the couch at twelve o'clock watching football. Yes. thousand percent. So, so go ahead. Since you brought it up, Ruick, thanks. What is the plans and traditions that you're going to be? You know. So normally every other Thanksgiving since I've been with my wife, we bounce between my my in laws or my parents. So this year, since we have Finley, we're going to be hosting here with my wife's side of the family. My other, my, my side of the family is going to be literally right next door at my cousin's house um, with 
the rest of them. So Roick will be there within five minutes. He'll say he'll be there, say hi to everybody, and then slip out the back door. Yep, I'll, I'll say hi. How you doing? Good to see you. How's South Carolina? Great, great, good, wonderful. Peace the fuck out. I got football to watch. <laughs> go out. <laughs> and go out the back with Finley in one hand and a beer in the other. Yep. Let's tip, you know, Ruick's Irish, so he just you know, Irish right. tip definitely oh, works in his favor. Oh, goddamn right. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite thing to do. do oh, Irish my tip. God, the Irish goodbye? It's the best. Yep. It's the best. <laughs> so what, what is the, what's the plan for you? To, what's the plans and traditions that you'll be doing with uh, tomorrow, Jai? Uh, well, for the last... I want to say last decade, 11 years with 2020, of course, notwithstanding, I go over to, uh, he is my sec. he's my second cousin biologically, but, you know, he's in his 60s, and I look at him more as an uncle, considering that uh, my father is the only boy in his family between him and his older sister, and my uncle, biological uncle, my mother's only brother is is a complete uh, douchebag and utter waste of chromosomes who I haven't <laughs> spoken to in well over a decade. And I sure as shit would love to keep it that way. So I look at him as an uncle to me. I go over to his house and his brothers and his sister all come all come over the house. They're all on my mother's my mother's side of the family, her mother. Uh, all of, uh, all of them get together. Uh, the, 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 there's about, I think three brothers, uh, yeah, three brothers. One of them who lives out of town comes to Thanksgiving whenever he can. He works for ESPN and ABC. So he makes the trip up, uh, whenever he can. Uh, but the older sister, they come over, they come over and their children as well. We all get together my uncle's uh his house the host he he's got two uh children college age one of them is 20 one of them will be 24 uh this upcoming january and the other one's two years older than me who's 22 and we all get together and we all hang out and laugh our asses off for six hours and have a good time watch football and eat and eat something and eat ourselves out of house and home and Hopefully, and this either be this year, or the next year, be the first Thanksgiving where I will get to partake and drinking myself uh, silly uh, come Thanksgiving Eve, and then uh, and then of course Thanksgiving that entire day. Uh, just you know, I watch the three games like I like I always have for the most part for the last however many years. Uh, I have no interest in the in the Thanksgiving Day parade. It the only. <laughs> I just I just watch I don't want to be watching no movie. I, if Charlie Brown is on, I don't want to watch that. I'll watch that in the days leading up to Thanksgiving. I'm not going to give up watching football to watch a to watch Hell a no. TV special that I've seen 90 million times. But I don't have outside of going to his house and the one year I had Thanksgiving dinner within the five of us, me, my brother, sister, mom, and dad. We all had Thanksgiving dinner amongst ourselves underneath the same roof. Uh, in 2020, which is by far one of the more depressing Thanksgivings I've ever experienced or witnessed in my life. We just couldn't do shit. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, I it remember was, that one. It, 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 was, it was just, oh my God, I had a terrible, oh. terrible, terrible time in 2020. We, but We have a special guest, Jai. Uh, Hold who, on. Is, who is this? We must bring on the co-host of Morning Men. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Evan Cohen to the show. Well, I thought Jai was there, so I have to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jai is here. Jai is yeah. now our uh, our third wheel here. You know, I've always said this is the best night to go out of the year. So what am I doing tonight? I'm on your show, unannounced, and then I'll watch the Heat and the Wizards later. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Big night. Big night. Hey, that's, that's what I, we, I was saying. This used to be my night, my going out night. Everybody best night of the year. Best night of the year. Now I got a daughter. Yeah. It was tremendous. You know what it was? And, and I don't know if it's just Rook and I living probably, you know, 45 minutes apart, whatever, growing up. It was like everybody back from college who went away from college, which was me. And you go to like your local town bar, which in my town was like nobody went to growing up. But like you found that spot. And like, I don't know, I had a few nights where it was cool, like early on, like come freshman and sophomore year. And then you make your way to the city, like yeah. junior and senior year on this Wednesday night. And then it's like, oh, God, like I, I still got it. And by the way, I never had it, but I thought <laughs> I still had it. <laughs> Evan, Evan, long time no chat, pal. How you been? Good to talk to you. Well, I talked to your little buddy. I don't talk to you because you, I don't know where, what you're doing. You don't call us anymore. And I talked to Colin Russo. <laughs> Many many days, but not you. I, I well, first off, I, it's it's I love I love you you and Babs as always, and I have the only reason why I, you, Babs hears from me more is because I have his telephone number. I, well, that's I, not going to happen, John. Yeah, you, well, it's funny, but yeah, he, he and he rarely responds back. But I've I've been busy. I've been busy with school. I, oh, oh, you've been busy. Oh no, no, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, I have, I've done nothing actually. I, I sit at home all day. I do absolutely nothing. <laughs> well, you've been you you've been busy as well. Evans busted my. Oh, brother. thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> I love, but uh, but anyway, uh, how's uh, how's it's been a minute. So now I get to basically play the role of talk show host with you as the caller. How how is uh, how's how's the family? How's the show going? And uh, give me a couple minutes. Go ahead. <laughs> You really think your dog is remarkable. <laughs> it really is remarkable. Uh, everybody's good. Everything is good. I will tell you that uh, I want to know more about you, Jai, for a second. Because uh, at Sarge, I've spoken to a bunch on this. I've spoken to Rulik once or twice in my life. Um, once or twice. So, so, Jai, what school do you go to now? I am still at Morgan State for the moment. I've been trying to uh, get myself somewhere out of state so I can expand the Jai Shields wings to other states outside of the state of Maryland. I always wanted to go to school out of state. No school out of state for the last two go-arounds that it wanted to take me. Hopefully this will be the last time I will be in school in state because then I can have the experience of coming back home for the Thanksgiving holiday and drinking my so silly. I never go anywhere. So what the hell is the point of partying? Because I because I'm I'm stuck here talking to Ruick, listen to him break down his Thanksgiving shenanigans, trying to avoid his in laws. But anyway, oh, yeah. oh, is that true? I didn't know that. Really. No, no, I love my in laws. My I like my in laws. I like my whole like family. I wouldn't have married my wife if I didn't get along with my in laws and, and my brother in law. Okay, all right, interesting. So, what year are you in, Jay? I am a what the hell am I? I am a. That's not uh, a maybe, hard question. You should probably yes, be able to answer yes, that a little quicker. Say, maybe that's yeah, why you're having problems getting into another school job. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Well done, Sarge. I mean, seriously, Jai. When the when the admissions office says, "What year are you in?" and you don't have an answer, I wouldn't take you either. Well, He's on the Van Wilder plan. Uh, they, they don't talk to me. They look at my application. I am a. Yeah, but when they say that's the problem, 
when they say, what grade are you? And if you don't know, yeah. that, I mean, of course they're not going to take you. I will be a uh, junior this upcoming uh, this upcoming spring semester. I'm a couple of credits behind, but I'll be a junior at the start of the spring oh, yeah. semester. So you're, you're on the Mike Babchick plan, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty much five years. Hey, Jai. long he was there. Yes. Jai. Yes. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be dead serious with you right now for a second. I'm, yes. Go I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask you one question. Yes. Are you truly willing to work? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna ask you a follow up. Go ahead. Do you realize you're actually not dog? Yes, I know I'm not dog. <laughs> and okay. I'm, gl- I'm glad because I want to spend 40 minutes breaking down the JFK assassination. I understand. Well, hold on. I'm not done. I'm getting somewhere. Okay. So, Jai, when yes. you were done with college, yes, I got you. Don't worry. Thank you, Evan. I appreciate that. Thank you. And it's, it's ironic enough that you decided to join us here tonight because because I was going through my uh, show plans for what I was going, you know, for what I'm gonna do with my show for the next month. And I was thinking I would love to, I would love to have you back on the show. Oh God, uh, please no. <laughs> Wait a second. I won't have you. I won't have you. I'm still on the last one. (laughs) Still still going strong from two years ago. But uh, I I just wanted to have you off about, uh, you know, 20 minutes when the Bengals play the Patriots on Christmas Eve. I wanted to get you on and and, uh, break that down for us. That sounds like so much fun, let me tell you. Uh, Don't mind me as I eat my skinny pop here. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you can reach out to me. I'm, I'm gonna. We're gonna put a time limit on that, though. I'm not doing two and a half hours. We will. We will. I will not keep you for two and a half hours. I promise. By the way, I want to be clear, Sarge. You know, I'm not kidding. It was legitimately two and a half hours. No, I know, no, but I was gonna say. We don't listen. Jai, he he says. Why don't you know, Rook? He comes on with us, and he'll do an hour and a half. Like I, I think it's he loves to do it, even though he's like, oh, time limit. He keeps talking and talking every time. But let me tell you something about Jai, though. Jai breaks down like like dog. He'll go he'll go drive by drive in in depth. Oh yes, the kid's good. The kid's yeah. really good. Well, but, but he here's but Ruin, and I'm like, Ruin. what? Here's the thing with Jai. Okay, we're gonna talk about him as if he's not here. Yeah. The thing the thing about Jai is Jai has to understand. In order to make it in radio. It's not only about loving sports. You got to love radio. And loving radio means you got to learn radio. And it means you got to learn the board. And you got to learn all of the other stuff. You got to learn promotions. You got to learn sales. You got to, as I say to Colin Russo, or I said to Chris the other night about Colin, his son at Wisconsin, I said, Colin's got to understand what she does. You got to go to a gas station and hand out t shirts and make sure everybody at that gas station listens to the station. Yeah. It's not just breaking down the drives. Oh, yeah. I, listen, I've heard your story from everything. No, I know you know, but I mean, I'm just saying, Jai's got to understand that. Oh, uh, listen, I got you. He's I got, got, he's I got, got a bright, he's got the future by the balls. Let me tell you, if yeah. he's going to put the work in and, and, you know, like you said, stand outside, you know, in Maryland in 10 degrees and hand out shirts at gas station or exactly Wisconsin right. or fucking Walla Walla, Washington. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. Good boy. Good boy. So, so Evan, what are the what are the plans for tomorrow? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, what do you like? What do you do for Thanksgiving, Evan? Oh, everybody's coming to my house tomorrow. I think we have. Is this the first I one won't. in the in the new house? No, second one. Second right. one. We had it last year. Although my dad didn't show because of COVID. He was in COVID protocols last year. So <laughs> <laughs> health and safety protocols. So um, yeah, we have like. 
15 all in, I want to say, tomorrow, including my the four of us. So, yeah, we'll all be here. Very tricky spot. I wanted everybody to come early so I can get them out of here by the yeah. Patriots game tomorrow <laughs> night, but I think they're coming later. That's so uh... I will uh, I will be leaving my family at a certain time to get <laughs> ready for the past game. That's perfectly understandable. No, you get, no. hold on. Evan brings up an excellent point. Do, oh, yeah, thanks, Jack. <laughs> Thanks for the approval, Jay. No, no, no seriously. It, it was, uh, am I the only one that cannot stand other when other people are at uh, at our houses? Am I the only one that can't stand when other people are around me or talking to me while I'm sitting trying to watch? You know, in Evans' case, the, the Patriots, Mike, the the Eagles, Anthony, the Jets, my the Bengals. Am I the only one that can't stand that? Don't talk to me while the Bengals on. Leave me alone. Let me let me let me concentrate. Let me watch the game. That's on you. That's on you. Don't let him in the house. Don't let him in the room when that's happening. That's not right. <laughs> if it was if it was up to me, nobody would come over my house. But the bottom line is that at the house that I live at, I don't pay the mortgage bill. So it's not well, like yeah, well. if it was if it was up to me, the Christmas decorations would be up on November 23rd, but, uh, <laughs> but that's not a hint nor there. I can't say it. Just can you shut up and just let me watch the games? My goodness gracious. Well, I'll, I'll give you something. So Game 7, Heat Celtics Eastern Conference Finals in May of this past year, Memorial Day weekend, pre-scheduled. My cousins were coming over, and they live in Boston. They are coming over for the weekend, Memorial Day weekend, to stay, stay at our house. <laughs> We didn't know, you know, months prior that that Monday night, or excuse me, Sunday night, would be game seven. Probably it was, I think, May 29th, because it was, Scott got married on that Friday. Birthday. Yeah, well, of course, Jai, of course it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Scott got married on that Friday. I gave $200 more than Babs did. Uh, Scott got married on that Friday, and game six of that Friday, I had to watch at Scott's wedding. Sunday... My 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 in law my in laws my um, cousins got here Saturday Sunday night game seven I refused to watch with them they were all Celtics fans I said do not come near me do not come near me I don't care that you drove four and a half hours to get here that's your problem not mine didn't let them watch with me oh yeah I I see I like it I like it because you know what my my all my friends are are either Jets or Giants fans I'm the only oddball. That that's an Eagles fan. So I don't know. You guys remember the double doink? I don't know if you've ever yes. seen that video, Evan, of me literally flipping out and telling my friends to fuck you, like flipping them off in their face. It's it's one of the all time feelings because when that happens, when your team, everybody's rooting against you, and I just I have that win in my pocket. Oh my god, I love that. I don't mind watching with other people. And I don't mind the, the back and forth, but if somebody's talking my ear off about something like, like, a, like you know, I don't know, the, the, the breakdown of the Raptors for cal- salary cap or something like that. I, I don't no, you rang? No. Exactly. <laughs> so you're saying you don't want to watch a game with Evan then, Rook? That, that's what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'd love to watch a game with Evan no. because I just I, – I'm actually I interested in this. is interesting. Because if you look at them right now, Van Vliet is going to be up in a couple of years. Oh, my God. Siakam obviously is a big deal. OG Anunoby is at like 17, 18, which is a tremendous deal. But they'll have to match Scotty Barnes. They have a lot. I mean, they have a lot of good contracts if you, you really think you about it. You see what you did, Rui? Really good. Yeah. I, get, I mean, what do you think about Matt Barzell getting 9.15 AAV a year over the next seven years for the Islanders? Yeah, give me a uh-huh. review on that. Uh-huh. I did yeah. see Rick. I was with Rick DiPietro the other night. I don't know if that matters to you. Were you? Yeah. Nice. He's a good dude. 
Um, all right, I got like two more minutes. What do you guys can want? I get, can okay. I get one bad minute on the Knicks? Oh God! No. no. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I yeah, want to know to Evan what you the Zach Wilson stuff because I know it happened before. Well, you guys were off today, and then the press conference. So, what do you think about the you know Salah? I'll tell you, I, 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 I think we we don't nail a lot of things. But I actually think we were really all over that on Monday, if you think about it, because like mm-hmm. we pounced on that one soundbite, you know, when he's like, no, you know, take accountability, whatever, he apologized, he said no, whatever the hell he said. Yeah. I think that he no. said literally yeah. verbatim. No. So I, I our show group text, I, I said the other day, I'm like, I can't believe how quickly this is spiraled. Like the dudes, their their record with him is five and two. The only person he's lost to is Belichick. Yeah, he's beaten everybody else he's played. But here's the thing: you watch that kid play, okay? Do you think he's good at football? Because I don't. I don't. I said it coming out. He had one good half of a year of a COVID year, and that was it. The thing that gets me is that the chutzpah and the and the. And, and and the blasphemy of of a lot of people within the media, some who a lot of whom have played the position, saying this guy's going to be the next yes. Patrick Mahomes. Like right. In in what in what universe did Zach Wilson? Why? Because he can <laughs> scramble outside the pocket. He can scramble outside the pocket. He can th- he can throw off. He can throw across his body. That's that's that what accounts for him being the next Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Patrick. Yeah, you can throw it across his body and hit Devin exactly. McCoy right in the chest. Here's the here's the here's the point Good about one. Zach Wilson and Mahomes. Okay, Mahomes is a leader of men. Okay, when things are when when things are going gray, when he does, when his receivers are out, Tyree kills down in South Beach playing for another team. You can count on Patrick Mahomes to get to to, to rally the troops. Patrick Mahomes this year, Jai. This year, Patrick Mahomes is Steph Curry of last year. It was the I'm going to prove I can do it without Durant here, and this is that's what this is with Patrick Mahomes. Like, I mean, I don't think it's apples to apples because I think Kevin Durant is significantly better at basketball than Tyreek Hill is at football, but it's kind of the same approach. Mm-hmm. But you know, you talk about rolling out and like outside the pocket. You know, you, and you mentioned media members that played the position, so obviously I can speak towards this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if a guy could roll out in the pocket. You know what I was pissed off about with Mac Jones on Sunday? Is that he didn't properly step up in the pocket. The great quarterbacks, it's not the rollout. It's it's just being fearless to physically step up in the pocket when the rush is coming from either side and you realize the pocket is up the middle, but if you step up too far, you get pummeled, and if you don't step up enough, you get pummeled, and you got to have that perfect timing of, of like that one inch forward or two inches forward, and Mac didn't do that. Zach Wilson is not even close to that. That if you watch Mahomes, yes, yes, Mahomes can go left, right, but he could also go north, south, right? Brady's obviously phenomenal at that. Ruick knows I love Jalen Hurts. He probably hates him because he despises his own team. But I mean, Jalen Hurts, is, <laughs> Jalen Hurts is going to be you know somebody that can do that kind of stuff. Zach Wilson's just not. That's one thing. Yeah, like he's not afraid. Do he's that. not afraid. He just – I don't want the quarterback that runs. I want the quarterback that can run. I think Lamar Jackson has actually become more of the guy that can run. Your guy, Joe Burrow, can run if need be. But he, mm-hmm. it's not his first thing. You know, Mahomes is not a running quarterback. He's a quarterback that can run. Russell Wilson in his prime. Not a running quarterback, a quarterback that can run. There's a big difference. 
Zach Wilson has no feel for the pocket. He throws flat-footed. He throws very, very afraid. Now, I, I don't – this is where it's crazy to me. In the modern-day NFL and in sports in general, it's amazing that, like, we have to worry that a guy being benched for a game, like, you can lose him. Because back in my day, when I was a kid, like, the benching was basically a, like, shut the bleep up. We're going to send this message to you. You're going to work like an absolute madman for the next week and get your job back. It's not a, hey, you're done forever sort of thing. It's just crazy. Well, well, that goes to the whole, that goes to how my generation is essentially as soft as, as four ply toilet tissue paper. But, but, but it, that's, uh, but that's, I mean, I, when you t- made the point about stepping up, rat, you know, stepping up into the pocket, he, that's the, that's the primary thing that got him in trouble during the first Patriot game. The rush was coming and rather than him step up, he decided to drop back. 10, 15, 20 yards backwards, and they throw off his back foot trying to throw the ball away, and all of a sudden there's Devin McCourty, you know, just chilling, having an iced tea, and it falls right into his lap. That's what got Zach Wilson in trouble the first game. Because you know what else? He step up instead of step, and then said he dropped back. You know what else? I got one of those popcorn-like things stuck in my mouth right now. I got to factor that in here. Not the <laughs> kernel and not the pop. You know, like when there's that, like, weird, like, I don't know how to, Yeah. It's like stuck. I can't get it out. I hate I'm going to choke on this thing. You, you need some dental, dental floss <laughs> for that, Evan. No, you need a pick. Yeah, yeah. a pick. A dental floss. It's not in my teeth. It's in my back of my mouth. Oh. It's like stuck oh, in the gum. No, no, no. Like back of my tongue area. Oh, yeah. Very right. tricky spot. Very Just tricky spot. Get the finger down there, get it Very out, tricky. and move on. You want to talk about a guy with fucked up fingernails? They're not fixed since COVID. Relax. All right, are we done? Can I go? Yes, uh, we are. Thank you. What are your predictions on the Patriots this week? This actually tomorrow against the uh, Vikings. You really think I'm going to give you a prediction on the Patriots? Have you ever heard me give? Yeah, a prediction I, I want it. I want an honest, an honest assessment of. Will the will the Vikings? Here's what I'll tell you. Back, Here's is, what I'll tell you. Or is this going to be a, another uh, you know primetime Kirk Cousins game? You know, Minnesota is a great football team, and they have a lot of great football players. And, you know, just got to get better in all three phases. And, you know, what happened last week doesn't matter, and so just just gonna work hard, coach hard, and just try to get ready for the football game. Just make sure they don't uh, actually actually kick. Oh man. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thanks for stopping by. All right. See y'all. Appreciate it. Bye. All right. Love you, bud. Talk to you. Well, Evan Cohen, ladies and gentlemen. They, uh, awesome. Love when he pops on like that for a couple minutes with us. Yeah, always, man. A, always a great a time entertaining. Well yeah. Done, really. What a spot. A little, wow. I didn't even ask him. Didn't even ask him. I just sent out, I sent out the tweet like I do every, that, that, every week. That's a lot of love right there for you, Rui. Yeah. We get Babs love, sometimes dude, too, I, Crapper. But no, but Babs is not like adding to the show. That like ruins your show. No, he <laughs> as much as as much as me and as much as me and Evan, you know, butt heads on things. You know, I I respect the guy. I really do. Yeah. You know, I, I'll call him out on his things. He'll call me out on my things. It's just I respect him. I respect his broadcasting ability. And I'm you know, as quirky as he is, he's a great guy, and oh, he man. he's loyal to you know people who are quote unquote a ones from day one. Yes, he's loyal to the business. Loyal to the people that have been helped him along the way. Yeah. Good job out of him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Babs, Babs added something once. We had that spot where he like uh, scared uh, Joey, 
and he like dro- yeah, Joey's Joey. dropping f bombs. I think Jai was on the. I think Jai was on for that. I don't know. No, I don't think I was. It, might, it was either Jai or uh, or, or Mike and the OC. <laughs> that was, it was good. Probably Mike and the OC. Yeah. So. Uh, well, not, but uh, speaking of I, speaking of somebody that's here, hey uh, Crapper, how you doing? What's going on, Roy? How's, how's your Giants doing, by the way? Oh, you should. If you had listened, here we go. If you had listened on Sunday, I made a. No, very, I was out. I was out on Sunday. My daughter was being an absolute asshole. As soon as the show started on Sunday, I got on air and I made an absolute claim, and I said the New York Giants will not make the playoffs in 2022. You're they are what? done out. See you later. I'm not the only one who said this. Even Doggy was on air yesterday yeah. with uh, Peter King, and both of them basically said. Nope. Done. See you later. They are. They are one thousand percent. And I said it. And I said it when it fuck when it happened. When it, everything started, they're they're in too tight of games. They're not blowing out anybody. This is going to happen. Injuries are going to catch up. Uh, Daniel Jones is going to start making mistakes and throwing the ball all over the field. And this is what's going to happen. He's yep. going to turn into. They gave him the, the Saquon gave him the, the the nickname. What was it? Vanilla Vic or whatever. Vanilla that was. Vic, yeah, baby. Vanilla, Vanilla Vic. Vic. Yeah, he turned back into loose change real fucking quick, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, it was one game. Jesus. No, but again, you see, this is what you're still missing. No. They finally, a team basically said, "Go beat us with a pass." They didn't let Saquon move the ball at all. Yeah. And as soon as he had the ball in his hands, he kept through <clears throat> picks. Now their wide receiver is oh done God. for the season. Their only wide receiver. Is done only wide receiver. Kenny Galladay sucks. Jones threw two it's picks. Over. The one was a tremendous play by Aiden Hutchinson. Oh, okay, let's let's not forget that this guy made an unbelievable play. So it's really one interception. But can the defense get a stop, Crapper? You, you know, Daniel Jones goes for three hundred something yards, throws a touchdown, and runs. No, they can't because so their whole defense is fucked. Like they were good years. Now they have injuries. And yeah, again, so the Lions how do you blame have a good offense? How do you blame? Dan, but how do you blame Daniel Jones for the loss? Because he's he's because this is the thing between Damn. Daniel Jones. He's not sharp between the ears. He yeah, he start, he knows in the back D. of his mind that defense is not going to be able to, to to support me. All I have is a running back. That's it. What the fuck am I going to do here? They're calling for me to pass because they want me to beat them with the pass. But he, and he can't pass the ball accurately. And he can't do it. Triple D, Daniel Donkey. <clears throat> now, loose change. Vanilla Vic. Uh, I, I prefer the nickname Danny Derps, but that's just me. Um, Danny, Danny Dump. It used to be Danny Dinks, but now it's it's Vanilla Vic. All right. It, the Giants have to play okay. their own little type of way in order for them to win football games. They have to, the Giants' brand of winning football games is excellent defense, blitz the shit out of the opposing team's offensive line, run the football down their damn throat, and when they have to, have Daniel Jones make a couple throws, to either extend drives or to put the ball in the in the end zone. When they're within their when they're when they are within the red zone, you know, and, and crucial points in games, Daniel Jones is not good enough of a quarterback. Never has been, and never will be. So when a team is down seventeen to six at halftime, to claw back and fight back in the second half and say, you know what? going to put the game in my hands and I single handedly will will us the victory. He's just, it's, it, he's never had that in him. Never have never will. Cause that's just not the type of player that he is. The winning formula for the New York football giants is that it's run first 
and it's run and they got and and playing and playing with a lead not they are this is not a team that's talented enough that's that's equipped to play from behind or play or play from a in a 17ish point deficit the giants yeah. the giants are just not that good they, it, i mean it, def- but how is that daniel jones fault no, no. See, I, well, because, because Daniel they, Jones because can't sustain a drive. Daniel, because Daniel Jones does not. Because Daniel Jones does not have is not on that. I understand you say, well, Jack, they're they're cream of the crop. Yes, but still, it's a case in point. He doesn't have the Burrow, the Herbert, the Allen, the Mahomes quality where they where where they can where no lead is insurmountable for them to come back. Where yeah. you know you come out of halftime and you say we're still in this because that player is you know because. But, Mahomes because Allen because Burrow because Lamar Jackson is our quarterback. You no, Lamar Jackson that. is not that quarterback. You can't come on, Jai. Say, come on, say when you say Lamar, when you say Lamar, I got to cut you off, Jai, because no, Lamar's not that guy Lamar, either. Lamar's Lamar's has his comebacks. He's but he's had how his many, comebacks. But Jai, how many guys in the how many guys in the NFL are that level? Five, maybe five guys. I, so, I, I, you know, I've concluded. Kirk, I mean, here. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins did it against the Bills two about two going on two weeks ago. Yeah, he, he's a fl- that, he flashes it. Go ahead, Crapper. I, I concluded that JP Zavala over here. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't, yeah, don't, do not do that. Do not do that. <laughs> All right. I, I, I've concluded that the only reason why you keep saying Daniel Jones is better than what he is is as a Jet fan. You want us Giants fans to be in as much misery as you are with the fact that you can't get a quarterback, so we can't get another quarterback. I could care less about the Giants. I actually like the Giants. I do not dislike the Giants. My brother's a Giants fan, and I root, I root for the Giants. <laughs> oh, I, fucking I hate, hate the Giants, Giants right now because I'm going to be stuck with these terrible players. Exactly. You're going to be stuck with these two assholes. You're going to be stuck with them. They're going to money. Four or five years. They're going to pay Daniel Jones twenty five million. That's pennies for a fucking quarterback these days. They pennies. are not going to pay him twenty five million. They are million. not going to pay him twenty five million because the demand for him on that team because they're not going to have a draft pick. What, what the only way that they're going to have a good draft pick is if they tank. Yes, but Rook, who's and paying the worst more- that they can. And Rook, keep in mind. I'm sorry to cut you off, Anthony, but the worst that the Giants could finish, keep in mind, is seven and ten. Yes, my name is exactly. So they're going to be Baruch, middle of the pack. Baruch, who are they who, getting? Who's pro who next? Who is paying Daniel Jones more than twenty five million a year to <clears throat> be their quarterback? On any what other team? What other team? I mean, it doesn't fucking matter at this point. I guarantee you that the Texans would take that. No, the Tex. You don't think the Texans? They're going to draft somebody. They're going to have the number one pick. They're going to draft somebody exactly. But if they don't, if they choose Why not they to, not? they would pay for Why him. Would they not draft a guy and pay no. But I'm saying if they – you're just saying who would at this current but point? Who is paying Daniel Jones more than $25 million to nobody, be their quarterback? Nobody. That's why they're Nobody, but $25 million, They're not going to pay him $25 million because he's going to be worth more on the franchise tag. They, I'm sure they could work out a deal where he gets paid $25 million. They do a $50 million guarantee, fifty two two-year $50 million guaranteed deal. Prove it. That's, a no, that's no fucking way that he's going to sign that. And he'll walk, he'll walk away. away. And then who's paying him money? I think that, that it doesn't Jets- matter. He'll just li- it just it'll go, go away and be a backup. Somebody. He, might, so he might take like, that, but the problem is you're gonna have another two years of seven and ten. It, seven and ten, if you're lucky. Three <laughs> right now. And if you don't think, yes, but their defense is absolutely shot. They have no wide receivers. They can't even field a fifty-three man roster. 
So, right now, currently. So you don't think it, Joe Shad could uh, bring in some better free agents once this Galladay contract is they off their fucking no head? Money. Joe Shad, no fucking way. They have no money. It doesn't matter. Their cap space is not going up next year as much as you think that it is. They're not going. And th- to be honest, New York with fucking Daniel Jones is not an enticing fucking place to play. Okay. Sorry, it's not. Daniel Jones is what? We literally went over this last week. Daniel Jones throws half the amount of fucking passes. As who? As as literally, literally we went over. Zach Wilson. He throws more passes right? than Zach Wilson, that's for sure. <laughs> no, let, not, let, I'm just saying. Like, we, we were talking about the interception, the touchdown to interception ratio and all that. And, and, and uh, what was it? QBR and, and percentage, completion percentage. He throws half the passes of any other quarterback. Okay, well, that's how they run the offense because he has no one to throw to. Um, real quick, like, Crapper, you say they're not going to make it. My question is to you, Crapper, how many wins, and to all of you, how many wins do you think it takes to get into the playoffs for the NFC? Ten. I'd say nine. I think nine uh, gets in, but it's not every team at nine that gets in. Yeah, I, it has to be like a tiebreaker I'd you, scenario. I'd say the AFC will require eleven. Uh, yes, AFC, NFC. Yeah. I think it will be ten. Let's well, let's see. Well, let's Look say nine, right? NFC. You guys, the two of you said nine. The Giants because, already have seven. Yeah. You don't think they could win two more yeah. football games for the I rest of the not in the current state that, that they're in? To them in Washington, the, and Washington's going to have the tiebreaker. Well, look. Well, well. It's, yep. Washington has the tiebreaker over. How does Washington have the tiebreaker? You still got to play them twice. Don't you play them twice? Yeah, yeah not lose both of them. Well, not well. Keep in mind too, the Seahawks. Oh, if they don't win the division, they have tiebreaker over the Giants too. This is yes. true. Keep that. I'm in just mind. saying, if you get to nine, you really don't think they're going to win two more games? Well, let's no. Let's see. With the they current the, state that this got team the is Cowboys in, Cowboys tomorrow. The loss. Commanders twice with loss, the Eagles loss. in between loss. On, the, on week 14. Loss. They have the Vikings week 16. Loss. Colts week 17. Loss. Possibly a win. 50-50. And the Eagles week 18. Loss. Loss. So they have the, I see one win. The Eagles twice, the Commanders twice, the, the Vikings and the Colts. The only way that the Eagles, Look. the last game of the season, would help them is if the Eagles already have the number one clinched out. Yes. And you also got to think, I think they split with the Commanders. As much as you say the Commanders win twice, do you really trust Taylor Heineke to, to keep yes. winning? Yes. yes. After everything yes. that I've Adam seen this season, absolutely. Jones, yes. And the fact that Chase Young is I coming feel, back. I think now they split. Now they're going to have Chase Young coming back. The Washington also has playmate. Uh, they have receivers who can catch. Terry McLaurin's one yeah. of the more underrated wide receivers in Asman for the last few years yeah. in the National Football League. The Giants would literally give up a first-round draft pick to have Terry McLaurin on their football course. team. Of course. I'm just saying, I think they split with the commanders. Like you've been saying all year, Roy. These NFC East games are weird. They play each other tight all the time. I don't think you can just blindly say the commanders sweep the Giants, and I think you could split. There's a win there. The Colts, maybe they win. And then, like you said, Ruick, if if your Eagles keep winning and the Vikings have a couple more losses and you have the number one seed locked up, they're not playing anybody week 18. I don't see anybody that the Vikings go up against in the next couple weeks. Like maybe the Patriots this this week, but other than that – I don't see anything else because the Patriots always play tough, and it's a yeah. primetime game, and it's a primetime game. So Kirk Cousins at 1 o'clock is fucking brilliant. Kirk Cousins at 4 or fucking late, late primetime, not a fucking chance. The point is, is with, the, with, them, with them is 
the Giants are back to being the Giants of the last three years because they wow, have nobody. A, they have nobody. Now. They have only a only a running back. That's it. They have Daniel Jones and fucking Saquon Barkley. That's it. Kenny Galladay, me, Kenny Galladay, Jai, Crapper, and you <laughs> all have the same amount of touchdown catches in the last two years. Zero. We know. None. Oh, yes. This is what I'm saying. He doesn't do anything. Wondell Robinson's out for the fucking year. They traded away to uh, Tony because he didn't want to fucking play, and now he's got a fucking well, hamstring he, injury. He's injury. That guy's injury prone yeah. anyway. So, so this is what I'm saying. They have nobody. Nobody. Yeah. I know. They've been doing it with smoke and mirrors all year. I just think to blindly say they lose every game or maybe only win one game I think is a little absurd. I, How many I games do you see them winning? I think they could win with the fact that they have seven in the bag and the NFC is not good. Like you said, I think nine wins gets it. So they, I think they can win two more games. Like I said, okay. If they go, if they win, if they win those those two and the fucking somehow, some way, the 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 Seahawks have have nine same record. Guess what? They're out of the playoffs. Yeah, then they're out. You know, right, right. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be. It's gonna be what the the, the four division leaders, which is the Vikings, the Eagles. The 49ers, 49ers and, the, and the Buccaneers. And the Bucks right now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Then, then, then who's come, the next three? The Cowboys? The Cow- it's the Cowboys, and then it comes down to the Giants, the Commanders, and the and the Seahawks. That's that's it. It's four teams for three spots. Giants, Commanders, Seahawks. Yes. And the Seahawks have tiebreaker over the Giants. I think, hold on. Maybe one more team. I, I'm pretty sure there's one more team. The Falcons are five and six. No, I said giant. Oh, and they, I said the Cowboys already. I said Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. They're a lock. The Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, and Seahawks. So it's between the Giants, the Commanders, and the Seahawks for two the two last spots. Yeah, and I don't see the Giants getting in there. Yeah, they might limp into the playoffs, but I, think I don't we, even see them. We already have in. seven. So, but I just like we like we just said, the Seahawks have the tiebreaker over them, and the fucking and the the Giants still have to play the Commanders twice. Yeah. Twice. So the commanders can make up ground, but like if they split, you know, the commanders don't make you up want, any ground on them. You guys want to you will you guys want to hit a Seahawks schedule at 6 and 4? Yeah. Raiders this week when at the Rams when the Panthers when 49ers loss Chiefs loss Jets when Rams <laughs> when no, seriously, against the Jets, yeah, their defense is their defense is lights out. But and it's a home game, home but, game for the yeah. Seahawks. I think it's, it's a uh, I think it's that'll be a top, that'll be a game that comes down to the wire. I, yeah. yeah, and, and by know. the way, if Detroit could ever beat the Bills tomorrow, they got a chance. Oof. They I think got they do the, have a chance. You want to hear? You want to hear their schedule? They got the Jags six They're and hard. six. Yep. Vikings, who they could beat, at the Jets. And so even if they lose the Vikings, they go at that point six and seven. At the Jets, seven and seven. At the Panthers, oh, eight and blindly, seven. Blindly give them a win against at the Jets, the huh? Bears, nine and seven. <laughs> I love this. And then you play the Packers the last game of the season. I could say that I could I could honestly see the Jets and the and the Lions being a being a toss up. You know why? Because the fucking Lions score points. They just can't not have other teams. How about that? Stop scoring points. Next Sunday night football game, the Detroit Lions versus the New York Jets. It'd be great. 
That but I'm telling you, the Jets' defense it, matchup. For, for people to just like write off the Jets, I think is absurd. Do I think uh, they're making the playoffs uh, now? No, but to just write no them shot. off that they're not going to win any more football games is well. Let's is well let's insane. let's well, let's get to that with with the with the, we touched on a little bit with them. Let's get to the Jets. What is your thoughts, Anthony? I'll ask you first because you're the Jet fan. What is your thoughts on Zach Wilson? Because Zach Wilson, we discussed this earlier in the program. Zach Wilson is trash. He started 0-4 with zero passing yards through the first quarter. Okay, the Jets punted more than Zach Wilson had completions. I'll read you his stats here. I'll find the stats. I'll let you talk, and I'll find the stats. Like nine of twenty-two for seventy-seven yards, sacked a couple times. Literally in the second half, he he averaged two inches, two inches a pass. They had two total yards of offense for the second half. Yes, I believe me. Two inches a pass. Not those stats. I mean the stats where he's 33 out of 34 in passer rating this year. Yes. He's last in completion that, percentage, yes. 32nd passing touchdowns and interceptions. And in passing remember. touchdowns per attempts uh, 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 percentage. He's tied for 32nd with that. Furthermore, Flacco, who hasn't started a game since September, has more passing touchdowns than more passing touchdowns than this bum. Furthermore, and this bum further, thinks it wasn't his fault. Yes, you're gonna sit up here and talk about no direct, like, direct quote like no the balls like the <laughs> balls that that this man has like you literally you stink like you are the worst of the worst and you're gonna sit up here and talking about no I didn't let the defense down when you put up not three lousy points three lousy points and you played like literal feces on the football field <laughs> feces on Just the say field shit. and he's going to say shit, shit. Say, it's, it's a it's a unique way to say it i like to be <laughs> okay. but it's, right. but it's it's seriously like Zach what the Zach and i said on my show yesterday because Zach Wilson thinks he can he can shoot, he can holler a game out with you know at forty at, at hot women at over the age of forty he all of a sudden thinks he's Joe Namath all of a sudden Joe Namath at least won wait 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 Zach Wilson doesn't win anything Zach Wilson has a below five hundred record as NFL starting quarterback I no accountability inaccurate we discussed it with Devin he doesn't step up into his pocket instead he drops back he's running around all over the place throwing off his back foot lazy as hell. What what I know if I was you, I'd have been fuming if my if if my team starting quarterback per, perform performed that garbage in front of me and then had the bosses in the postgame see if they talk about did you let the defense down, give a one word answer, talking about no. Direct quote from Zach Wilson. No. Thank you. Thanks. Um well before Evan came on, I wanted to talk about you know, this big announcement that happened today, and that was the Texans bench Davis Mills for Kyle Allen. That was the big announcement. But Oh, know, big uh, fucking whoop. Get to the real news. Um, uh, <laughs> Zach Wilson benched. Um, I have a, like the I, little baby bitch that he is. <laughs> I have a lot of problems with Mike this. White. Sit down yes. and eat your meat. Sit down. Um, no pudding. Right. So, right, like for all the numbers you said, Zach has not been good. All year. We we know this. Zach has you know, the Jets are winning football games, um, and he has not been the reason that they win football games. Um <laughs> and the problem I have is that he's still a second year quarterback. He's twenty two years old. Does the kid have a lot of talent? Yes, but he does he lacks the maturity and I guess the experience playing 
quarterback. And I listened to Rich Gannon today, and he talked about, you know. Cross-eyed Rich Gannon? Yeah, well, he was talking about Zach probably doesn't put in enough work, doesn't do the homework. Shocker. And, yeah, and well, you know, it's not. He's, you know. Half a year of a COVID year, and you fucking took him second overall. Yeah, I, I don't understand you know, that. I don't Brilliant. understand either. I the issue I have is now that you have benched him. Do, do I hope Mike White is successful? Yes, because it all. I just want the Jets to. I want the Jets to win football games. I don't care if it's Mike Ruick throwing fucking passes, Jai's throwing passes. I really don't care who it is as long as we're winning football games. The problem I have is that we do have a team that's ready to win now. Based, the defense has come along tremendously in a in a very short span, right? This defense shouldn't be this good yet because we had the worst defense last year, <laughs> and we have exceeded expectations. The running game has been very good um, up until last week, and then the quarterback is behind. This year was supposed to be about developing Zach Wilson. Um, one of two things is going to happen. One that I hope happens is that – he takes his benching seriously. He goes and puts the work in, and, and he realizes, okay, I have to be better and works harder because his mechanics are very sloppy. The footwork is terrible, like throwing off the back foot. He's, it's just very sloppy mechanics, right? And I think that's what Salah was talking about today with the reset is that with the reset, he hopes that you know Wilson can work on himself because he can't do that while also game planning for football games, right? He's not even allowed to dress. No, because he needs to do work on himself but, instead of worrying about playing. But what are you? Games. But what are you working on? This is what I'm. This is what I'm saying with this, right? This is my whole whole thing. You're benching him, right? Okay, good, great, grand, wonderful. You're bending him over your knee and spanking him and telling him sit down and, and sit in the corner for 15 minutes and think about what you did, right? <laughs> You're not taking accountability for everything. I I get it, but the point is, is that what the fuck does that actually do? You think that this little punk ass, blonde hair, blue eyed, Aryan race looking motherfucker from <laughs> fucking from fucking Utah, right? Utah is that where he's from? The Mormon yes, state. Utah. Yes, the Mormon yes. state. This fucking guy is gonna learn anything from that? No, he's a fucking punk. Well, Brooke, I was gonna direct get quote. <laughs> do, do you take responsibility for what the defense? No, direct okay. quote. Rurik, I was going to get to the second point. Is that I just have to explode on this. Nature, and, and I love it because nature is healing. The Jets are falling apart at the scene. The Giants are absolute dog shit now because every injury, it's healing. It's healing, and I love it. The love Eagles it. still fucking suck. Yeah, we'll get to your Eagles. Um, the second is... Oh, it's the best fucking feeling ever! The second point I was going to say is he either... You know, does all those things and works harder, which I'm inclined to think he probably doesn't. And he finds himself out of a job and out of the league, and it's a total disaster. And now we're again looking for a quarterback with a team that has a mid to late first round draft pick because we're already six and four, and we're probably going to win close to 10 football games this year. And now you're. You're either one drafting a project quarterback with a team that's ready to win now, or you're overpaying for a Derek Carr, or if Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers becomes available, and you're you're paying for Aaron Rodgers, who I think is done 
to come in and be the quarterback for a year and, you know, please, he can't deal with the Green Bay media. You think he can deal with the fucking New York media? No. It'd be an absolute disaster. There's no so, ayahuasca here. Yes. So, uh, you know. Would Jimmy Garoppolo be the answer? Um, the I wouldn't mind Jimmy Garoppolo. But I'm not even uh, talking about next year. Franchise. Franchise. I trade every fucking draft pick for fucking Jimmy G right now. If the if I'm the Jets, and I'm not even fucking well, kidding. No, well, the thing is, is Jimmy G is av- he is available next year. He's right. not. He right. is uh, a free agent, so you don't have to trade. So right. if if um if that is what happens, and Zach doesn't you know work on himself and do these things to improve, then yeah, I guess you're gonna go Jimmy Garoppolo. You draft a project quarterback who is gonna eventually replace Jimmy Garoppolo in two to three years. And it's just, it is Jet fans aren't allowed to have anything nice. No, uh, my, you're my, not. Bro- my brother sent me a thing. We've drafted quote unquote, four franchise quarterbacks since 2009, <clears throat> Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith, Sam Darnold, and, and Zach Wilson. And they have all thrown a combined for more interceptions and touchdowns as New York Jets quarterbacks. Um, I said on the show last week, we haven't had a franchise. We haven't had a good drafted quarterback since Chad Pennington. Like, and that's just like good. He was good, not a franchise quarterback. He was good, right? We we just seem to fuck it up all the time. And this this is like the worst thing that could happen. Now, if Mike White can be the Mike White against the Cincinnati Bengals. Then we got something. We but, will not discuss that monstrosity. <laughs> I think that's more an albatross and an outlier than what Mike White really is. I think Mike White is a guy that's the legend go, of Mike White lives on. All right, yes. give the man a chance, please. He's like Lynn Sanity, like a flash in the pan. You know, everybody loves him, and then he sucked. So Stop. I'm telling you, Mike White's no the guy that's going to go. Sandy. Shut up! No, oh, stop! Please. Here we go again. <laughs> no, he's fucking right. Mike White is a guy that's going to go for throw for like 225 yards a game, one touchdown, one interception. Is yeah, that but that will win you a game. Look at what the yeah. fucking Zach Wilson sack stat line last week. That could that could win us games. That could also lose games. You know who the hell knows? Um, you know he's he's just a, a guy. He's nothing special. Average two inches per pass in the second half. Two inches, yes, not I yards, I, not yards. Yes, inches. I know. I watched the whole fucking picks. game, Roick. I, I watched the whole game. Okay? Yeah, the size I, of Babchek's fucking cock. All right. Um, <laughs> I, to, like I said, no, Babchek is catching strays. <laughs> oh to write off the Jets, though, I think is. A, a little much because I'm writing them off because it's because of this fucking the conference that they're in. If they were in the NFC, NFC any division, they would be fine. Yeah, but they are in. But like we've we've talked about on the show, the AFC and the NFC are the beast divisions this year. They are yeah. mm-hmm. regardless. There's three teams in there that can make the playoffs, and with the wild card situation, it's possible that all four of them can. Yes. And I think the same could happen in the the AFC East. But you know, I think it's like you, like Jai said. I think it's going to take eleven wins. Can the Jets get to eleven? I don't know. I think they can get to. I, I think, think that the Jets 10 are, is a possibility. A hot take here, but eleven, I don't know. Hot take here. I know that we we've we haven't talked about it, but they talked about it uh, yesterday or morning, man. 
the coin, the coin yeah, predictor. The, the coin's been right. Says there'll be eleven and seven, eleven right, and the, six. The, the coin has been right. Right. I think that this week the Jets beat the fucking the Bears because yeah. I don't think that Justin Fields is going to be healthy enough. Yeah. Which is gonna, which is gonna fucking piss me off because that guy was on the track for MVP and he was gonna make me right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I think it in reality, it probably comes down to us. Justin Fields for him. Well, I think the Bengals get in, and it comes down to us, the Patriots, and the Chargers because I think the Patriots, I think, aren't that good. They're six and four. They beat us. You know, you know, Belichick is great, but I still think they're like a nine-win football team. They don't have enough talent on that team and i think they win like nine football games and then it's down and the chargers are five and five and you know they seem to find ways to lose football games so i think the jets can be there at the end like i think they can win 10 games but i don't know if 10 like i said i don't know if 10 is enough no and that's even if they get to 10 they might win nine so but it's do you you think the jets win this week um Maybe if, like you said, if Mike White can move the ball a little bit, we can eat the Bears. But he's even, proven that he can. He proved it in one game. The other games, he was not good. Doesn't matter. Everyone everyone wants to remember that Bengals game. He played three other football games, and they lost him, and he did not play well. Listen, so, listen. You suck a cock once, you cocksucker for life. He beat the okay. Bengals, the, the, the AFC champions last year, and he played fucking lights out. All right. Yeah. Well. Well. To be fair, they did not look like the AFC champions during that game. Yes. They, fair. I, but I I'm gonna stick to was, I'm gonna stick to my my story. Okay. Well, I was del- <laughs> I was deliriously pissed off after that Mike White game. I remember. Oh, my God. oh I, I remember. I was sitting there, I was like, "Are we really gonna lose to the freaking Jets <laughs> after we beat the piss out of the Ravens the week before?" <laughs> And uh, maybe maybe that was the sacrificial lamb that got us to the Super Bowl. We had to have that embarrassing loss, and then we could just take off and then go end up going to the Super Bowl. Only the Bengals could lose to the Jets and beat Kansas City <laughs> twice in the same season. Yeah. I, it's, 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 it's the most unbelievable, remarkable thing with this team. Yeah. The Bengals are the boring story of the week. What I am interested in is the Eagles and the Colts. And, Rook, before you go off on your team. Well, and John he asked me a question. Let me, ask, let me answer his question first, Jai. Yeah, go um, ahead. Do I think the Jets can beat the Bears? I I think, like I said, we have a top five defense. Um, yeah, and especially if Justin Fields isn't 100% and he doesn't run as much because he's worried about the shoulder, he, we've, we've seen he's not that great of a passer yet, which is not a knock on him. He's still learning. And if he stays in the pocket, then I think the Jets can ease, can win. And Mike White only has to throw for like 200 yards as long as we can run the football because the Bears defense is absolute trash. So we should be able to move the ball against them. And I think it might be an ugly win, but I think we can beat the Bears. Because like you said, if Fields can't do all the things that make Justin Fields special because he's injured or he doesn't play, then the Bears offense becomes anemic. Because now you're you're talking about Trevor Simeon. Simeon is the quarterback. Yeah. And does does, – does he scare you? I don't. None of them. That doesn't scare me. So, um, I think Justin Fields for MVP. Yeah. Oh, well, let's go. Jai, Jai brought it up. Uh, listen, crapper. I'm not even fucking joking about that. I've said it, and I've been on record, and he's gonna fucking prove me right. He is going to be. And I've heard it a lot over the over the re- recent weeks. He is going to be the best quarterback out of that draft class. I said it when he was drafted, and I knew it because I watched a kid in high school. He was a fucking phenomenal talent. I don't give a shit that he went to Ohio State. He went to fucking Georgia first. 
So he's a Georgia quarterback through and through. I got I got two issues with him. All right. One, first of all, that whole quarterback class is donkey shit. So it's not hard to be in the best in that quarterback <laughs> class. All right. The second issue is this. Mm. He looks great right now because with of nobody. what he's doing with his feet. But if teams start either A, over the next couple of years, he you know, he takes enough hits, or B, teams start to figure him out with some sort of spy issue and they ask him to throw the ball, he's as inaccurate as Daniel Jones is. I, I don't I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't Daniel go that Jones far. is more accurate than him, please. Come on. Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, go that far either. Yes. Daniel Jones is more accurate than him. Okay. Crapper Sorry, just quarterback's dick you suck more, Tua or Daniel Jones. Oh my god. Crapper, you're just one of those that like you make you make an opinion about somebody three weeks into their career, and then no matter what they do, oh, now, they now suck. We're, now we're towing the warrior line here. Tua sucks. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying you you Tua sucks. Tua sucks. He's only Six and zero when he starts and finishes football games yeah. is the highest passer rating in all of the NFL. Tyreek Hill, but he sucks. Hey, Hill. I go to basketball last night with Warrior, and we're playing. And literally in the middle of the game, he's starting to talk about Tua. In the middle of the fucking game, five on five, the score's oh. like fifteen ten, and he's talking about fucking Tua. Yeah, he's he's a little much with the Tua, but I think Tua is good. You can't. You Tua's can't. bailed out by Tua's, Tua. is bailed out by fucking Tyreek Hill more there than more go. than anything. Oh, he, it's God. underthrown balls that he has to decelerate for, or fucking overthrown balls that he has to decelerate for, oh, or oh or thrown God. to Jalen Waddle, who he has to fucking make a leaping catch to make. Rui Give me a fucking break. Point. Oh <laughs> my! Fucking break. God. I told you the only way that he's gonna make me a fucking uh, make me a believer is if he wins an MVP. That's when he's oh, going to make it. He's got to win football. an MVP. He's got to win an MVP. <laughs> it pains me to agree with Ruiz on things. But me and Ruiz are going to lockstep on the Giants on Tua. This is ridiculous. You guys are ridiculous. I'm somewhere in the I'm somewhere in the middle with Tua. He's shown improvements, but the idea that he essentially is is Dan Marino, I think is is get to be a little much. Pressure I mean, his I ass. Know. Pressure his I'll, ass from the edge. From the edge. And have, watch what happens. When you have two guys that are literally the two fastest players, not wide receivers, but fastest players in the National Football League, all you got, you don't have to, you don't have to be Aaron Rodgers to 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 get them the football. Of course, they're going to be accurate when when all they got to do is just run drag routes. Yeah, it's literally fuck it. Two is down there somewhere. Or Tyreek's down there somewhere. Oh, you know, God. running drag routes, curl <laughs> routes, uh, slants, out routes. I mean, it's all you got to do is just make sure they get the ball and then have them do all the work. You know, you so still got to get the ball to them. I'm kind of, I understand that, but I mean, any quarterback oh, that's oh made. Yeah, it but you could throw ball. an unpredictable ball because as soon as that ball comes out of his fucking hand, you don't know if it's going over your head 15 yards or being underthrown by 15 yards. So guess what? Tyreek Hill's booking it down the field. If that ball's underthrown, he's stopping. And guess what? That defender is going fucking like a car crash out the windshield. Oh my god! And I say, I tell you something. And I tell you something right now. If they, if the Dolphins end up making the playoffs, even if they somehow slowly win a division and say get the two seed, right? There'd be a whole lot of other quarterbacks. The only one, the only exception would be Ryan Tannehill. Let's say for the sake of conversation, the Ravens and the Bengals both make it. Uh, the Bills, the Ravens and the Bengals make it. The Bills make it. Kansas City makes it, and the Titans make it. 
Tua is only better than one quarterback out of all the other teams, and argue, debatably, and that's Ryan Tannehill. You wouldn't okay. take him over Joe Burrow. You wouldn't take him over Lamar Jackson. And you sure as hell won't, won't take him over Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. And okay, that's, that's the thing. That's, you know, can, can Tua <laughs> go on the road? Can Tua go on the road, whether it's a whether oh, it's Buffalo, geez. Kansas City, Cincinnati, hell, even Tennessee, it gets cold down there in January. Can he go on the road, deal with the crowd noise, and march down the field 93, 93 yards to force overtime or win, or win a game? And not and, 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 and no timeouts, and you got 45 seconds left. So, think and don't. Jeez, he's got to do all that? <laughs> he's got to do that. Go into a hostile environment and actually win a fucking game. Okay, so he does that. Then what? Then it's then it, oh, he, then, he only beat no, 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 because then, then, then I'll loosen up my stand. I'll loosen up the reins a little bit. That's the thing. It he he's not that. He's just not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're okay, not that not. guy. There's not a lot of guys that are Patrick Mahomes. He literally Justin just Herbert. named off the entire fucking playoff potential playoffs that are yeah. better than Tua. We're not saying that. No one is saying – I'm not saying that Tua is better than Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, or Joe Burrow. No, no, I'm not saying that. But he's still good. Tua is a top-10 quarterback. That doesn't mean that the, right? They, okay, you're going to name 10 know. quarterbacks better than him? Yes. Go ahead, Mahomes, name, 10, Mahomes, name 10 quarterbacks Herbert, better than him. Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow – uh, Lamar Jackson. No, uh, no. Yes, Lamar can't yes, throw the fucking football. Yes, yes. Lamar yes, is not. Yes, yes. I'm, yes, I'm yes. Jalen Hurts is better. Kirk Cousins is better. Kirk Cousins is not better. Kirk Cousins is better right now. Yes, no. He no, he's yes. not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Uh, Kirk Cousins is better. What I give you six or seven. Fine. Uh, we're gonna get Josh six. Allen. Brady, Fine. That's six. Brady's Brady's better. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers Aaron is not Rogers. better. Not right now. Uh, this season, yeah, I would agree with that. This season alone, um, Derek Carr, no, no, <laughs> you know, uh, I give it Davis to Mills. You. He might be ninth. He he's ninth or tenth. Ninth or yes. tenth. I give. And it. I don't think Cousins or Lamar are better than him right now. I think I don't think Lamar. Cousins season, definitely. Is. Cousins Cousins is definitely. Well, cousins is going to fucking light up. I just said he's yeah. a top ten quarterback this year, right? Is yes. that not good enough? To, is that not good enough to? Win football games and be a playoff team and not maybe the playoffs. get to the Super Bowl. It's not in the playoffs. Not top. You got top five wins your championships. Top yeah. Five Joe Flacco was a top five quarterback at the time. At the time, no, yes, he, he was. was. No, he wasn't. Are he you played, kidding me? Yes, he was. He played yes, lights he out was. in that playoff, but he was never. No one ever. No one ever thought Joe Flacco was a top ten quarterback. Joe Flacco had a fucking cannon as an arm Joe, coming out of yeah. college Flacco, from Delaware. Joe Flacco ten years ago was one of the best quarterbacks in all football. Only quarterbacks, arguably, that were better than he clear him at that point in time. Clear cut was without looking it up. Arguably, was Manning, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Brady. Ben Roethlisberger, all in his conference. That's three guys right there. Aaron Rodgers was playing at that point. That's Rodgers four. Would be thinking, I don't. Aaron, Roethlisberger, I, Roethlisberger would be debatable. Roethlisberger was better was than top him. Top ten, ten years ago in his prime, Joe Flacco absolutely was top ten. Okay, but he wasn't top he five. Beat he, the, he, top beat five. The, he beat the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers three times that year. Three. Well, let me ask this. Let me ask. Let me ask Crapper. As a Giants fan, was Eli Manning ever a top five quarterback in the league? Is he still on? 
He's got on mute. Crapper, I got a question for you. Okay. He's taking the crap. Well, when you come back, I want to know: Was Eli Manning ever a top? And I don't mean the play, the play. But I know, but that's such a bullshit fucking thing. Was he ever a top five in the league? He fucking owns all the records of the Giants passing. Yeah, because like, he almost was the long- all of them. He was the longest ever starting quarterback for the New York Giants. So, a franchise that has traditionally been a run-first football team and not uh, a passing football team until Eli kind of came around. So, you that's know, the it- same thing with the Ravens until Flacco came around. Same thing with the Ravens. They would they developed the identity of being run of being a run-first team until they drafted Joe Flacco. And the defense, yeah, right. It was run more. Def- it was more was a defensive defense. team. No, not that 2012 team. No, the 2000 team. They fucking 2000 team. Yes, the 2012 team was that that offense carried them to the. Their defense was opportunistic, but their defense was opportunistic. But it wasn't. It wasn't a great defense. Not compared to the 2000 team. That 2012 team, that offense with with Flacco, Ray Rice in the backfield, with Anquan Bolden, Torrey Smith, and Dennis Pitt at the tight end. No, 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 no. That 2012 Ravens team so, was you mean 60%, to tell me seventy percent mean... offense and thirty percent defense. So, you mean to tell me Joe Flacco was a top five quarterback in 2012 when he threw for 3,800 yards, 22 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions with a 59 percent completion percentage? That's a top five quarterback in the NFL. <sighs> 2012 is that the, is that the year that the Eagles had had Nick Foles there and he threw 27 no, touchdowns and was, two interceptions? That was 13. 13 the next year. Yeah, there's the next year. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. Joe Flacco has thrown for 4,000 yards once in his career. Once he threw for 4,300 yards in 2016. All right, he's thrown for more than 22 touchdowns twice. Where he had 25 in 2010 and 27 in 2014. And he's thrown less than 10 interceptions only once in, well, a couple times in his career. And that's because he didn't play the whole season. Other than that, when he plays 16 games, he throws double-digit interceptions. So I'm telling you, he you cannot say he's a top-five quarterback. He's never been a top-five quarterback. And like I'm telling Top you, five, no. Top 10, yes. Uh, and that's, I think that's stretching it. He's number 10. And like I said, I want to ask Crapper because oh, I don't sure. think e- Eli was ever – yeah, Tua was a top – that's my point is that you could win with a guy that's in the top 10. That's top 10 but not top 5. That's the point. Yeah, yes, yes you, can, you can win, but you need a lot of shit to break your way. A lot of shit. Yeah, well, when you like you said, when you have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, a lot of shit breaks your you way. You have to be fucking Ali back there, dodging fucking everything. I mean, yeah. dead serious. Okay, Crapper's back. Crapper, oh, was yeah. Eli and Manning... By way, but by the way, I'd like to thank Folgers for making that a nice, cleanly residue. Uh, this ain't the fucking uh, Sunday Night Crapper. You know <laughs> to... Go ahead, go ahead. So, Crapper, was Eli Manning, even in the... And I'm not talking about the playoffs. Even in the Super Bowl runs, was he ever that you considered him? He was a top-five quarterback in the NFL. Um, There were a couple of years where it was close. I mean... Both part a year. Somebody put out a stat... And this this was an interesting one. And it said like it was like eight quarterbacks. I think it's Jai, I think it was actually you who put it up. It was like eight quarterbacks that ever won a Super Bowl without a top ten defense. 
And you know who one of those quarterbacks is? Well, Eli Manning. Eli Manning. That's right. So, you know what? People, there are those few years in there, and unfortunately, some of his best years are the years where the team was after the Super Bowl and they were donkey shit because their defense fell apart. No, no. His best year was Ben McAdoo. Right. That, the I mean, the boat party year. year. 2015 was 2015, probably his best year. year. That's right. And 2011, so, he threw for almost 5,000 yards in 2011. Right. Yeah, he had fucking almost 2,000 yards in one game. The thing with Eli was, in those two runs, he stepped up and basically carried them all the way. All that being said, if he doesn't have a miracle catch off Tyree's helmet, we're having a completely discussion about him. Yes. Say, I don't think – no one ever said Eli Manning was a, was a top five quarterback during like the season no. right no, i would not say top 10 yes, yes. Top five, no. same with joe flacco now did both of those That's guys fair. in playoff runs elevate their games to another level yes that's something yes. that the two of them were able to do even when flacco didn't win super bowls that one year he threw what should have been a touchdown pass in the the AFC Championship game against the Patriots. I can't and remember. Lee, and Lee Evans dropped it. Yes, yep, Lee Evans hand, had it in know. his hands, and then he dropped it. And then Stover missed the field goal, right? To, uh, Hell, yeah, no, yes. not Stover. It was Billy Cundiff who yes. missed it wide left. And the Ravens <laughs> said, we're Billy not making Cundiff. that decision again. And literally, up, the next spring, literally the next spring, they went out there and they drafted Justin Tucker and have not looked back since. Yes, but I'm saying Flacco was unbelievable in that playoff run as well. You can't blame the that – loss on him so they, those are two guys the, that elevated what's here, that here's the issue you're right flacco not a top five definitely you know you may not even be a top 10 manning not a top five may not even be a top 10 the difference is and we made the point these are guys that did enough in the regular season to help their team get into the playoffs and elevated their game well you got guys like ryan Tannehill out there that do enough in the regular season and then when it gets to the playoffs they lay an egg yeah or you, or if you look at those guys, those two guys, Eli and Flacco, you brought them up. I will fucking debate you any which way. The talent on the Dolphins this year to make up for Tua's mistakes is greater than what the Giants and the the Ravens have ever had in their franchise history. Yes, but the Dolphins' defense is nowhere near as good as the Ravens or the Giants' defense. Correct, but it's a different league. You're winning. They're winning games thirty to twenty. The yeah. Giants and the Ravens weren't doing that because they were playing defense, and their defenses that they were playing it was a defensive first-minded league. Kind. It was. It well. It was the transitional period between yeah. the in the in the early two thousand tens. It was a yeah. transitional period. God, yeah. boy, am I dating myself? Yes. Oh my god, that 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 the early two thousand tens, man. That that is you guys <laughs> will, will will fantasize about about the nineties or whatever. The the late two thousands, early two thousand tens for me is what did it for me as a football fan. I <laughs> swear to God, I remember watching. Watching the Patriots beat the or the Giants beat the Patriots for that second Super Bowl like it was yesterday. I yeah, remember I did, I didn't that, watch that Super Bowl one. against the 49ers. Like and you were like yesterday. seven years old oh, when that happened. I was I was ten years old for the Ravens one. I was nine <laughs> the year before for the second Giants one. I never will forget. Never forget the second Giants one. I went to bed and my father woke me up. It was it was on his. Uh, 
fifth birthday, I believe, at the mm-hmm. time. He woke me up out of bed. He come down and watched the end of the Super Bowl. I never forget. And watching Eli Manning work that work that drive to beat the Patriots at the yeah. end. And I never will forget the I never forget that 2012 Ravens season. Not just the Super Bowl, but that season. But yeah. the bottom line is because I really want to get the Ruix uh, Eagles. It's been a fun we'll get to show. The, we'll get to but, the Eagles. But, 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 just to finish up that. But, True, true story from that game. I invited a friend of mine over, and I, there was no uh, little crap. Nobody, nobody was questioning if it was true or not, just so you know. <laughs> and uh, so I invited a friend over. He's like, I'm bringing my new girlfriend over with me. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You guys can stay if you need to because if you're drinking, you stay over the night. Brings this girl over. First of all, they play the national anthem. She makes him stand up and salute the TV. Good man. And then she then proceeds – to start crying multiple times throughout the game. It was like watching somebody with bipolar disorder watching a football game. So finally, when the Giants win, she cuddles herself into a corner, crying hysterically, calling her mother about how happy she is the Giants won. I was like, you got to go. Like, she's crazy. She got to get the <laughs> fuck out of my house. All right. <laughs> um, but the real, moral of the story is before we move on is that and of course, Ruick, we all know Nick Foles. If it had not been for Joe Flacco and Eli Manning, Tom Brady would have, before we even get to Nick Foles, Tom Brady would have 10 Super Bowls. Oh, yes. If it wasn't for Joe Flacco and Eli Yeah, but Manning. you could have one last if it wasn't for the freaking Falcons' terrible coaching. And, and, if, yeah, the fucking, and if the Seahawks run the ball. Yes. yes. But hey, yeah, and if they absolutely. don't, and if and if fucking Donovan McNabb doesn't get the flu mysteriously in the fucking third quarter, <laughs> yes, start throwing up in the middle of the game. Yeah, in the um, middle of the game. I think we're I think Ford we're in a new, another transitional period now, Jai, in the NFL, where I think we're getting more to a run first league in that quarterback numbers are down, and I think it's also because teams have transitioned. Defenses are now more geared to stop the pass. Linebackers are smaller because you need to cover running backs out of the backfield, tight ends, and teams are playing, you know, we got to rush the passer. So now teams are running it at a more efficient rate than they've seen ever before in the NFL. And it seems like that is the way that that they're transitioning back to, you know, kind of like a run more run heavy offense. Have you noticed that, Jai? Yeah, that I mean, that's literally the reason why Derrick Henry – I mean, you can't say this about too many players that don't play the quarterback position. That is why Derrick Henry, if he, he could decide to quit tonight and he would get inducted into the Hall of Fame come January. Like, <laughs> he is taking advantage of the fact that of, of the smaller linebackers, in effect, there's, uh, the defenses are more – they're more – scared of giving up the deep play downfield in, in the passing game rather than allowing a 130-yard rusher from a running back. So Derrick Henry takes that with also considering the fact that he's like 250 pounds and freaking six foot three, which is, yep. the, which is, I never knew that running backs could be that tall and be that freaking successful. I mean, he's the six thing foot with three, it, The thing with him too pounds. is, the thing with him too is like he doesn't look like he's running fast. He doesn't. It's just it, he, doesn't, it's he, just, he is fast. So he, runs, jog. he runs away from defenders. Uh, and it's like, like he's just time. jogging. Yep. 
He is fast. That's that's what gets me with sometimes with Jamar Chase. Too. Jamar Chase can run, and I, I swear to God, it looks like that he's not even going full speed, and nobody can catch him. It's just, yeah. it's unbelievable. All right, let's get to your Eagles, Ruick. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's get, let's get to that shit, fucking. Team. Oh, here yeah. we go. Let's again. get. To, I know, right? I so, yeah, I will lay this out for you in a fucking logical and and something well, that you could understand, crapper. Can well, I, let me can hold I, on. They were down ten in the fourth. I'm going to set the stage. Down ten in the fourth, going yes. into the fourth, they end up winning the game by one point late. A late Jalen Hurts uh-huh. TD run. Hurts very efficient, eighteen to twenty five for one ninety and a touchdown. He also had sixteen runs for eighty six yards Yippee. and a touchdown. So Ruick, mm-hmm. go ahead and tell us why this team is so terrible and. Even winning the football game was like, that wasn't a big deal. Winning the football, they weren't supposed to win. If the fucking Colts hit one, one, indoors, one field goal that they missed at the end of the third quarter, that game is out of reach. If Rodrigo Blankenship, the four-eyed monster. It's not Rodrigo. They got rid of him a time ago. That's That's what I'm saying. If they still had him, that fucking thing is going in. We almost lost to Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. We lost, almost lost to a high school coach. A high school coach that, by the way, wasn't even that good at high school coaching. He was a losing record in, in high school. This is the team that you don't show up for? First drive, 70 yards, 79 yards, right down the field, right down your fucking throats. Right down your fucking throats. Then the offense does. Guess what? Nothing. Nothing. The defense keeps them in, and now all of a sudden we want to we want to praise fucking Jalen Hurts and the Eagles defense and Nick Sirianni's running off the field saying that shit was for Frank Reich. Go fuck yourself, fucking <laughs> Nick. You stupid fuck. Nobody cares who that was for. You got the job in Philadelphia because you were at the same Marriott as fucking Jeffrey Lurie. <laughs> Here, here's a serious question. <laughs> serious question. Go ahead. You're still nine and one. You're still leading the NFC. Whoop de doo. Who are you m- most concerned of at this point, being the team in the playoffs that knocks you out? Is it I mean, uh, you knocked out by the Cowboys earlier or the 49ers later? You could you could do you could do the Niners. You could do the you could do the Cowboys. You could do the Bucks. You could do the Bucks. If you run into the Seahawks, you can run into the Seahawks. Guess what? They run the fucking ball. Any team that runs the fucking ball, you're gonna lose to because you can't well, the stop Bucks the run. Don't, I don't give a shit if it's the ball. Man, man, but it's still Tom Brady. Still yeah, Tom Brady. Fair. That's fair. The point is, is that it doesn't fucking matter who you're playing. If you're playing a team that can run the ball, or if you have a Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame fucking quarterback back there, you're going to lose because guess what? Nick Sirianni, Jonathan Gannon, and the rest of the stupid fucking Ingrid that are at that fucking place doesn't know how to fucking coach out of a paper bag. What are we doing still running fucking zone defense? Zone! And you can't even stop the run then. You have to bring in Lindvall Joseph and the Dominican Sue off the couch. Can I ask a question? What are you doing going for it on fourth and ten at at Indianapolis' thirty nine yard line? This is what I'm saying. Can we kick a field goal or punt, please? I mean, they are so lucky that the Colts went four plays, negative four yards, and punted right back to you. Because the Colts would have scored a touchdown on that drive, it would have been game over. Inept. Inept. That's what they are. 
here's the bottom line, Ruick, with this thing. The Colts' offensive ineptitude won the Eagles this game. Exactly. Thank God that like Jeff Saturday five, was there. Had five opportunities to run away and hide with this game. The the they the Eagles started out sloppy. Let, like you said, they let the Colts march right down the field. Ten plays, seventy five yards to score a touchdown. Eagles their their second offense possession. They march down the field, get inside the red zone. Bot snap on second and goal. Drive ends up in the field goal. Hurts gets strip sacked by Yannick and Dockway on the first play of the second half. Colts get the ball back in ideal field position at Charles' own twenty two yard line. They can't do anything but kick a field goal. So, and then, of course, the turnover on downs, they, they, they punt the football. They go four plays, negative four yards. A.J. Brown fumbles the football. You guys get a gift, a gift. Jonathan Taylor fumbles. You guys get the ball back. Two plays later, A.J. Brown fumbles the same way. Mm-hmm. Watkins fumbled on a Monday night against uh, yep. against Washington. What happens is Indianapolis put the ball in the end zone. No, they keep on settling for field goals. Throw in the missed field goal at the end of the third quarter. The, the Colts left a lot of points from the missed field goal and all the other drives that ended in field goals that should have been touchdowns or drives in which they should have just gotten points all together instead of punting. The Colts left a lot of points on the board. They left the window open for the Eagles to come back in the fourth quarter and essentially steal that game. Because yep. if the Colts had the because if the Colts offense that showed up against Vegas the week before were, were showed up against the Eagles on Sunday, the Eagles are not did not do not win that football game. They won the football game because the Colts left the game on the table and the Eagles top to bottom one through fifty three are just a better roster than the Colts are and, and they ended up winning the uh, the game essentially by mere default. Lucky. Is, isn't that what happens sometimes? They're just Lucky. better. They're it better happens. they're not better. They're it better happens. than the Colts. They are it better happens. than the Colts. It, they're better it, than it the Raiders. You know the it defense is better. Sometimes, but it, it, yeah, it happens sometimes. But still, it's like they. I mean, and the one positive light I guess you could take from it is that they didn't play a perfect game from the beginning and still found a way to win. And there they you go. The term. But I mean, a- I mean, that's a, that's a positive. But then you then you kind of have to like look at it within the lens. It's like this is a guy who's half a coach on side who's never coached before coaching their second game, and we were very underwhelming. You know, it's a, it's 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 you it's it's it you know it's it's uh, it's uh, what's the phrase? It's six eggs in one hand and a half a dozen the other. It's you have your encouraging things you take from it, but to me, in my estimation, there's a lot of negative that you can take from this Eagles game that, in my opinion, outweighs the positive. The fact exactly what I've been screaming sloppy, about all year. They start. Year. They started out sloppy. They had many. The Colts had many of opportunities to run away and hide, and the Colts' own ineptitude outweighed the Eagles' ineptitude because the Eagles have the better football team, like you said. Sorry, it, but here's the thing. Here's team. the thing with that, right? Everybody knows it's no fucking secret in the NFL that the first ten to fifteen plays are scripted. You know who's a fucking champion at that? The Colts and the fucking goddamn Browns. They're champions at that. Even the fucking Vikings, champions at that. If they would have stopped the court, stopped the fucking games after that first drive, they would be undefeated. Undefeated. You know why? Because it's the first fucking thing. 15 plays that they run in practice every fucking time. And we can't even get that fucking straight. You go four and out and look like fucking bumbling, fumbling, fucking inept morons. 
morons. And if I see the fucking defense playing fucking man-to-man instead of stacking a box on a 4-3 defense with two high safeties against the <laughs> fucking... Ugh, against the fucking Packers on Sunday night, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, we know what they're going to do. I'm not afraid of fucking Christian Watkins. I'm not afraid of him. You're all afraid of A.J. Dillon and fucking Aaron Jones. Fucking douchebag has a fucking half a thumb fucking hanging off his thing. He's not throwing the ball that much. And I don't give a shit who the fuck it is. Sammy Watkins, whoever the fuck is back there. Give me a fucking break. Play the fucking game. And you also got You also the thing about about Philly is that you got to limit the turnovers. You got to limit the turnovers and control. And it's only been the last two weeks. It's literally only been the last two weeks that we fucking made these turnovers. And it's and fucking it's, bothering me. And, and you know what won. else is fucking bothering me, too? Is the fucking, you know what else is bothering me, too? These stupid yes. fucking idiots that put out these fucking stats. No, oh, this is the best win since 2000, whatever, 2015, week 15, whatever fucking case may be. You know what that was? It was a miracle at the Meadowlands, too. We're going to compare that game to this? Get the fuck oh, out of here God. with that fucking take. Take that take and shove it up your ass because said. that's fucking bullshit. No, you cannot compare it. You, it, I don't give a shit. All it does not. It's not even in the same fucking stratosphere as game. All they said came back is that- with twenty-one fucking points with seven minutes, zero yes. timeouts. All they said it was the first time that the Eagles had come back from a double-digit deficit since that game broke. Give me a fucking quarter. break. That's it all doesn't it need said. To, that should never that have been mean, said. Doesn't mean it's the same equivalent as a as a. That's something game. that when it leaves your lips, you got to pull it right back, just okay. right back. Nope, didn't mean to say it. <laughs> yeah, give me, give me that back. Give me that back because everybody knows that date. Giants fans, Eagles fans. They all know that last, date. The last game of the season. Well, here's uh, here's the thing about the Eagles that would bother you. You know, Green Bay this week, Tennessee, who can run the ball? All of the them. Giants, who can run the ball? All of them. Chicago, who can run the ball? Primarily with uh, your boy Justin Fields. Dallas, who can run the ball? When they're not stubborn enough to have Dak throw it fifty times. Yeah, well, that, you know, I heard a McCarthy stat. can't get of his own way. I heard a stat that that's that's amazing to me. That's you know it. that the fucking you know that, that Dak in his career is like almost undefeated if they run the ball like fucking more than thirty five times or thirty times in a game. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think that's most. If most Dak pass, if Dak doesn't yeah. pass the ball more than twenty times a game or twenty thirty times a game, yeah, they, they win. win the game. Yeah, but I, I also I think that's that's probably true. For for like ninety percent of quarterbacks in the league, because usually no. if you're not throwing a lot, it means that you're no. in the lead. Well, yeah, it means because no. well, let's say right well, if you're not throwing a lot, it usually means you're in the lead. Well, what else? When are you? What other guy is throwing the ball only twenty five times and they're not in the lead? Uh, well, not well, Daniel Jones. When they were losing, he threw forty four times. Zach last Wilson week. this week. He threw twenty two because they just because they never had the ball because it was three and out. And the, Baker the, Mayfield, the the Bengals who were in the lead the most of the time against uh, against Pittsburgh. He, I believe, Joe threw through the football. Let he threw the football thirty nine times, twenty four thirty nine. Yeah. But that's just yeah. how your football team operates. I operates, think operates. Yes, yeah. But I think you would the, say the, most... genius, the genius Zach Taylor. I mean, yes. I swear, man. If we we'll get to them in a minute, but I swear, if we pull some shit and get dog walked by Derrick Henry, I am not going to be forgiving. I am not going to crown the team. And this is, I think, Ruth, you can also attest to this too. 
media is way the national media is way 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 too trigger happy to crown and dethrone teams. I am not going to put the Bengals on the top tier echelon in the National Football League or in the AFC until they go on a run and they literally beat <laughs> impressive teams. The Bengals are supposed to kick the Steelers' defense's teeth in sideways when Joe Burrow is their starting quarterback and the Steelers' starting quarterback is Mitch Kissing Titties and and Kenny Pickett. <laughs> that's just the way. That's the way it's supposed to be. And I'm yeah. not going to sit up here and crown Cincinnati because they're six and four and all oh, well to beat the Pittsburgh. You know what the negative part from the Bengals game I take? The fact they gave up 30 points to the freaking Pittsburgh Steelers, a Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers defense that has to pull teeth to score 17 and 20, 17 to 20 points. And yes, they're actually touching at the end. The Bengals defense basically threw their hands up and oh well, game's over, out of reach, you know, whatever. The bottom line is that this defense has got to learn how to close. We'll get to Cincinnati later, but I had to get that off. My I'm, I'm looking. Man, you guys got a brutal schedule a to finish. Just you keep winning. Lit. Just keep winning. There you go. But they got, like you said, they got the Titans in Tennessee. Then you have Mahomes comes to Cincinnati. Yep. The Browns with Who Deshaun, we never beat. Who and we Deshaun never Watt, beat. Yeah, you'll have Deshaun Watson playing. Um. Then you got Tom, you're visiting Tom Brady in the Bucks. Then yep. Belichick, which is never who an easy coach, game, who will probably coach circles around Zach Taylor and win the game nineteen twelve. But yep. go ahead. And then you got the Bills. You know Josh oh, Allen. Joyous and day, Monday yep. Night Football. God help us. Yes, and then you got you close out with with the Ravens. So very, I, I mean that game against Buffalo. <laughs> I already know the Bengals just. I, I, and that, in order for us to beat Buffalo, we have to literally score fifty points. Yeah, we have that, to score fifty. That could be points a very fun. That could be a very fun, entertaining game. But you guys are in. A, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, entertaining for you. For yes, Ruick, for me and Ruick. Ruick. Yep. It'll be entertaining for everybody else, and me and other Bengals and Bills fans. Our heart will be going through the ringer, and I'll be literally. It'll be 20 degrees outside, and I'll be sweating as if it's the middle of July because I'll be that much <laughs> on edge and stressed the hell out during the sequence of that football game. Yeah. You yeah. guys are going to be in a dogfight to finish the season. So, yeah, if you guys, you'll, you're going to, if you guys make the playoffs, you're going to earn it. They for, won't. That's, we, that's I'll for tell sure. you something right now. We won't earn it. We, and they and mm. they will be, we will earn it. And I tell you yep. something, this team better buckle down. You know, I that giving up thirty points to the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday is unacceptable. Hey, don't beat up that your mic. That we don't. Stinks. That's abuse. We don't like that here on the, on the Wednesday night tailgate, right? <laughs> I'm just that kidding. That team stinks. <laughs> Their offense stinks. Giving up yeah. thirty points to the Pittsburgh Steelers is not good enough. We should have beat their teeth and should have smashed them in thirty-seven to nothing. I want us to on on the inferior teams we have remaining on the team. When we play Cleveland, I want them to kick their teeth in sideways and literally just beat the living hell out of them. I, 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 That's exactly what I've been saying me. about the Eagles, the, and the, they don't the do defense it. Defense bothers me, and the thing about the Bengals that bothers me is that they don't have a pass rush. It's like the only time that they got after Kenny Pickett was when the game essentially was practically out of reach and, and the sacks and the sacks started coming in when it when 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 it was when it was, you know, coffin nails as our radio broadcast always says. When the game was already out of question. 
they, they got to be able to get sacks. The Steelers convert on third down way too many times in the first half and getting up 30 points is piss piss poor Steelers offense that sold away literally all of their receiving core outside of George Pickens who feels the need to impersonate Vontez Perfect and or excuse me Odell Beckham Jr. and launch his head to the ground while Tyler Boyd is standing there in the fetal position with the football recovering the onside kick when the game was was practically you know, over at that point, they have nobody. Kenny Pickett's a rookie, has talent, but who is he? He's a nobody. Najee Harris is sitting up here juking the air left and right, and all of a sudden he goes against the Bengals and he looks like a quarter worth of Franco Harris. The defense has got to be better. They got to be prepared to shut down Derrick Henry. The offense, I'm not quite, I'm not as worried about. The thing I'm worried about is the defense. At the beginning of the season, when we were spinning our wheels, pulling teeth to score 17 points, our defense was essentially the 85 Bears. Now our offense is all of a sudden click on all cylinders, and the defense can't get off the damn field to save their lives. Yeah. I under, I, yeah. But I understand Shadobia and Woozy is up for the rest of the season with a 20 ACL, but good Lord, if I see Eli Apple get, I swear every single time I see Eli <laughs> Apple get, get beat, I want to throw something at the top. Television screen. Eli Apple. Je- Jesse, Jesse. I just oh my God, remember when the Giants drafted him? Yes, they yeah, thought he was like, gonna from out Je- Ohio State. Thought he was gonna be good. Je- Jesse, Jesse Bates, the safety who wants a new contract this year, who I love. Where where has he been this season? Where has he been? I mean, this the, the guy. This guy got got confused by George Pickens many a times in the games. I'm like Jesse. For a guy that wants a brand new spanking contract, wants to be paid as one of the top savings in the National Football League, he sure as hell not playing like it. I mean, my good, it's it's like guys, we got to. We, I want, I want, I want cohesion. I want synergy. I want the defense to be playing lights out. I want the offense to be playing lights out. That's exactly and, and what I've like, been saying about and, the Eagles. And it's like, yeah. and it's either or. In September and October, the defense was great. The offense was in the toilet. Now in no, now in November, the offense it looks like nobody can stop them, even without Jamar Chase. Thank you very much. And our defense is switch cheese. Can't generate a pass rush. Separation everywhere you turn left and right. I mean, it's like, ugh, it's I so just, frustrating. I, and you look at the and you look at our schedule. It's like, guys, we cannot afford to be to be playing bad defense at, at this point in time of the season. Those, uh, those teams will run the score them. up on you, Jai. This this is crazy. But I just like looked. said, just just keep winning. On, yep. You beat the Steelers, great. On to the next one and beat the hell out of Tennessee again. I just look. You guys, sixteen sacks on the year. That that's not. Not you're it's right. Not good. That's not going to do it. And it's terrible. I see they have no pass rush. Hen- Hendrickson's the only guy I guess that like kind of consistently gets to the QB. And even he's like he's not an elite pass rusher, right? He's just a guy that he, he's not, very good, but he's he's nowhere near to the likes of yeah. of the great pass rushers in the, in the sport right he's now. He's more of a guy near. that just his his motor is uh, runs a hundred percent all the time, right? He's one of those those type of rushers, right? Where right. he's um and a, and a right yeah. Absolutely. Like, like, for instance, in the, in the championship game against Kansas City, no pass rush, separation left and right. And then as the game kind of wore on a little bit, they were able to build momentum because, like you said, Hendrickson goes goes at it 100 miles an hour. He's still going just as hard as he was in the first quarter, and the Chiefs' yeah. offensive line was out the lunch, and they went out there yeah. and they got after Mahomes a couple of times. But yeah. I just – it was Cincinnati, like Ruick said, just keep winning. 
just yeah. keep winning, and and hopefully they can find some defense between now and the end of the season, and pray that the Ravens blow a, blow another blow another lead against Jacksonville <clears throat> or any other horrendous teams they have left yeah. on the schedule. Yeah. I got All one right. more game, right? No, nah, we got like fifteen minutes left. Let's just um Yeah, I was just gonna say the the fucking primetime Kirk Cousins showed it again. It's it's halftime, Kirk Cousins. He yes. fucking like if he's not playing at one o'clock, he's fucking dog shit. Let's say dog let's shit. let's do this. Um what game are you looking forward to most tomorrow, Ruick? Ooh. That's a good one. I mean, I always love the first game because it's always the Detroit Lions, and that usually starts my day of drinking. <laughs> so, so is that usually like the only game you remember? Is that what you mean? No, no. I usually <laughs> no, because usually, usually I'm the kidding. late the late game, the late game. I'm usually like one eye willing it because fucking my wife and my cousins usually go out like Black Friday shopping at, at that point. But um, I, it's it's tough. All three of these games are very interesting. Very interesting. And it's like the first time in a couple of years where it's like the Lions playing the Bills. Yes, granted, it's the Bills. But it's interesting. I, I, the Bills score a lot of points and the <laughs> Lions score a lot yeah. of points. I think it's one of those, like, I think it'll be a very entertaining because, like you said, they score points and – like till the third quarter, and then I think the Bills pull yeah. away in the fourth. But it, it should, like you said, a lot of points. And then obviously, I, you know, the second game, you got this NFC East dogfight. And then that's what I'm saying. Honestly, the last yeah. two games, I'm, I'm more interested in because I want to see if the Vikings are for real mm-hmm. playing against the Patriots. And I just know that if the Cowboys, if the Cowboys go out there and dog walk the fucking the, the Giants. Then they're they're going to be a problem. But if the fucking Giants go out there, control the tempo of the game, run the ball down their throat, I'm not. I, I'm going to honestly say, like the Cowboys ain't shit mm-hmm. at that point. If they if they don't fucking come down and put up the same amount of fucking points, if not more, than they do than they did le- like last week against the Giants, then they got there's a something on wrong. the Giants' offensive line as well defensively. They got a few four four offensive linemen out tomorrow for the Giants. Big big problem. What, That's going to be the whole fucking team soon for them. Yeah. What what game are you looking forward to most tomorrow, Jai? <clears throat> I look forward to really all of them equally. They're all okay. very good. They're all very good, entertaining. Like, it's like the first year right? that we have good three good football games. Right. I mean, typically, and this is the third time, and I think that, yeah, the, you know, the third time in the last four years where uh, where the Bills are playing on Thanksgiving, which is interesting. But even, I mean, all you look at it, six teams are playing, five out of the six teams are above 500. And the Lions, the only team that's below 500, is on a three-game winning streak. Yep. So all, all of these games, realistic, are, are good. I th- the, uh, and look at it this way too: the three games on that we'll have to watch tomorrow are better than the slate that we have on Sunday night, or it's oh, not yeah. Sunday night on Sunday. Yeah, I 100%. mean the Packers and Eagles is okay. The only game in the afternoon of 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 immense, uh, not consequence, but of 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 immense intrigue is what Bengals and Titans, and that's it. 
I yes. mean, the, the Chiefs and Chiefs and Rams at Arrowhead will be over by the end of the, will be over by halftime. Yeah, because fucking Stafford's not even playing. Stafford's not playing. Yeah, the team's the, injured. Got, no, the team's no injured to Allen Beck. They're not yeah. good. McVay's an idiot. And McVay's uh, going to the fucking broadcast booth at fucking second quarter, but I'm like, hey, uh, fuck this. Let, let, let's get back. Let, let, let me hold my, my skills here. And, uh, I think that game will be I, over halfway through the second quarter. I don't even think. I, First I, quarter. I, second I, quarter. You're giving them leeway there. I could not be happier watching the downfall of the Los Angeles fucking Daryl Henderson. Poor Daryl Henderson. I know. What? That was wild. I, I love They They keep fucking Cam Akers, who didn't even want to be there, was looking for a trade. Nobody wanted to trade for him. They no, cut they, fucking Daryl Henderson. They were looking to trade well, him. Right. He I, didn't I, want to be there. I, well, no, he, they didn't want him either. It was the most wild thing. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on over I there love, in L.A. I love it's, it. I love it. I love. I love the chaos. I love. I love the turmoil. I love watching the downfall for these bastards. I love watching the downfall of these fuckheads. I love it. The Los Angeles Rams, the worst team to ever, the worst Super Bowl team of all freaking time. I love it. I love wow. it. I love it. I love it. Wow. Until the, the Eagles won it this year. I cannot stand the. I can't stand the owner. I can't stand the head coach. I can't stand the quarterback. I can't stand Aaron Donald. That muscle head. I can't. Can't stand Jalen Ramsey. I hate the uniforms. I hate that stupid ass stadium <laughs> with the dopey canopy that's not that doesn't oh classify as being a real dome. I love the downfall of this team. I hope they never win a game for the rest of the decade. I love wow. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I cannot stand the Los Angeles Rams. They make me want to vomit. Hold on. Lose hold on. and fail more. You're saying you. you're saying the Rams were a worse Super Bowl winning team than the Trent Dover Tampa Bay Bucks. That was Brad Trent Johnson. You're thinking of Trent Dilfer did win a also? Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens in 2000. Oh, there was the yeah, you're right, you're right. Dilfer the Ravens and the Baltimore Ravens 2000, which had the, probably one of the, the best Bucks. defenses ever. And then the Bucks was no, Brad Johnson. No, 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 no. The 2000, what was it? 2016, 2015 uh, Broncos. They fucking sucked. Peyton Manning got benched throughout the fucking well, in the that defense, season. Yeah, the defense was good. That's what I mean. It was just the defense. Any any team like like even the fucking even the the game uh the Bronco when the Broncos played the Seahawks. That fucking game and fucking Peyton Manning was fucking horrible that game at at MetLife. They still won. They won like forty five. Oh no, yeah, they lost forty. They lost forty five to like three. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, the fucking worst Super Bowl I ever watched oh, in my yes. life. No, the worst one. The worst one is the is is. Rams Patriots in Atlanta. That was a bad that's, one, but the, the fucking the, that was the, the most boring. The that's Seahawks, the most boring. Yeah, the Seahawks and the fucking Broncos. It was over from the first offensive snap by the Broncos. Oh yeah, it, it was a safety. It went over Manning's head. It. Yeah, that was a. The game was a wrap. That was weird because that was the first Super Bowl in my lifetime where you knew who the you knew who was it was it was a blowout because to you guys and you guys I don't know how how old you guys are in 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 you know what I'm trying to say like I think I I, I still think that the fucking that that the the Seahawks won against the Patriots I, I like that team that team that they played the fucking Broncos I don't even remember that team. Like that Super Bowl has been erased from my memory. I can give you the fucking weak Broncos fucking... Panthers. Yeah, no Bronco, no Broncos. Uh, Seahawks. Oh, yeah, that was, well, that was Broncos oh. Panthers. Was uh, your that was uh, that was fucking horrible too. Later. 
That Cam was Newton, bad. Cam Newton, fucking crying on the sidelines, little bitch. Didn't even, point... die, didn't even die for the fucking loose, like the loose ball. Yeah, right? just took his fucking helmet off and walked off the field. You fucking little bitch. You deserve to lose the fucking game. But I can, I can recall fucking week, whatever games of Eagles, Jets, Giants, whatever the fucking case may be. That Super Bowl, all I remember was the first offensive snap going over Peyton Manning's head. Safety. I dove into wings. I dove into pizza. I just started drinking because I was like, this fucking game's over. It's over. And it Absolutely was. over. Yeah. So here's what I'll say. For me tomorrow. So what's the best Super Bowl? Uh, sorry to cut you off. The best? Well, Ruick, Eagles. Ruick, Eagles yeah. No, the, and the, the, it should not, be not, unanimous. It should be unanimous. The Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl was thrilling through and through. The second one? Second one uh, was would probably be. So the second one is underrated historically as far as how great of a game that was. <sighs> to me, it's those, a, and, those... and, and it's overlooked. It's overlooked because of the Malcolm Butler one, the twenty-eight to three comeback. It, that that one that one is overlooked. The, I'll the say the Patriots. I'll say the Patriots versus Panthers is probably the second one. Oh, oh, with second one to me. At the end, I don't know. Yeah, I, but, I'm, that, I, I Jake that Delhomme, game. Jake Delhomme. That game was fucking was back and forth. They had it was that was a good game. A lot of people don't remember that that game was really good. I'll I say saw, I never I didn't see it live, obviously, but I went back and watched it. I think two years ago, start to finish. That was a very very good Super Bowl. Um, I told you it, it it doesn't stick out in people's memories, but that Super Bowl was very good. Jake Delhomme was fucking unbelievable. I'll say another one that's good and probably underrated was that Steelers Cardinals one. That one was a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where I'll Ben. Threw the touchdown to Santonio San in the corner to win it after the Cardinals had just scored a touchdown. Plus that, what was it? Uh, I can't. The defender intercepted the ball and ran it 98 yards right before halftime. James Harrison. Yep. Yes, James that Harrison. Was, yeah. that, oh, was that, was final, that was the final play of that Super Bowl I watched. Because back in those days, I had to go to bed at halftime during the Super Bowl. <laughs> that was the last. That was the last play I saw. Like. Yeah. Swear to God, last play of that game I saw was the James Harrison run. Yeah. I'll so give that, you one. I'll was... give you one that Giant. I guarantee you has no idea about that. I that's probably one of my first Super Bowls that I, I really really remember. It's the Packers versus Broncos, the Elway spin game. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that game. I that, know, was, a I, that was a good. That one. was their second I'm, Super Bowl, right? Yep. In the run, yeah, it was the second one. Yeah, it was yeah. in San Diego. Yeah, I, I would also I, say, of course, I'm familiar with that one, but I've never seen that one. Yeah, the watch that Giants, one. It's a good one. The two Giants ones against the Patriots, I think, are excellent games. Overrated. And that, I think they're excellent. E- games. The second one isn't that. They, they're good. both excellent. Um, one that I will, I hate, but is probably is that Falcons twenty three. Because that just, one is overrated. I hate the Patriots, and it was the greatest comeback, and it makes it made me sick. It made me want to throw was, up. It made yeah, me physically not, ill watching that football game. The Patriots. Are, are we gonna? Are we not gonna say that the Eagles versus Patriots wasn't by unbiasedly wasn't one of the best Super Bowls that was by far? Well, of course, no, in the last I, decade. I, no, no, I it's agree. not. Take take Tom Brady out of it. I'm just saying, take Tom Brady out of it, and and my fandom. The point is, is like the scoring. The back no, and it forth. was an excellent really, yeah. Don't get me wrong. That was a like I was just about to respond to to Sarge. That's not the twenty eight to three comeback. That's not even 
not I'm not talking about great as far as like statistically for Brady. That's not one of the that's not even what do they play in like nine Super Bowls? That's not even top four of the most entertaining great Super Bowls that Brady and yeah. Belichick partook in. Like that get, twenty-eight to three is not better than than the game against the Panthers. It's not better than the first game against the Giants. It sure as hell is not better than than the one that they won against the Seahawks. And it's not, not better than better, the one they won against the Rams either. The first one. Yeah, and it's not, and it's not better than the one that you mentioned. The second one that they won against the Eagles. That the twenty, the game itself, not the significance of twenty to three comeback. The game itself, twenty eight to three, is one of the more overrated Super Bowls of my lifetime. You know what else was a good one too? Because literally, it was seeing one team collapse and one team wake the wake the hell up. That's not a great game or that's not what i call a great yeah. football game or a great Super Bowl. it's got to be back and forth back and forth back and forth back and forth and then pop, suddenly bam the niners niners ravens was a good one too in the yeah. superdome where the fuck that, where they lost power that that one was a good super bowl the only thing about that and i'm not a big conspiracy theorist guy but that one the only reason why i don't have that one high on my list because I am convinced that that was manufactured by the National Football League. They saw that the Ravens were about to literally dog walk Kaepernick and the 49ers out of the fucking building. And they cut – because there's no way in hell that power – goes out accidentally at the fucking Super Bowl. It didn't happen in the previous 46. All of a sudden it happens in, in, in <laughs> it the, and like half the and building, had, right? And it was had, only half they, the building. Yeah, that's what was and, weird. Yeah. And they had held many of previous Super Bowls in that building before that one. And yeah. all of a sudden the power goes out and the foot and eyes all of a sudden strike up this comeback. Yeah. And you know what also convinces me of it too? The next, I don't, it's no coincidence why the Super Bowl the following season was the Broncos and Seahawks Super Bowl. That was the, that was the blowout that, that was the blowout Super Bowl that the NFL was supposed to have the previous year and they didn't get it because they cut the lights out. And then as, as Russo says all the time, a guy plays in the games. Well, he must've played in the set in the one right after, because that game was a complete laugh for Seahawks and Broncos. But my personal favorite Super Bowl, the, I think the greatest one of all time, at least of my, of my generation, 21st century, the greatest Super Bowl of all time, greatest NFL game I've ever seen start to finish Broncos, not Broncos. It's Seahawks Patriots. Malcolm Butler one. That is by far the greatest Super Bowl I have ever seen in my life. It's the it's the, it's the best one. E- Eagles and Patriots comes close to second one. That one by far, hands down, best Super Bowl I've ever seen. You could do that one, and you could do the um, Titans versus the Rams. That was good. That's that, before Josh. That I was a great that. fucking Super Bowl before Josh's time. I know it's before Josh's time, but fucking that that. Ron Dixon fucking just reach. Oh, yeah. Fucking, the, you want to talk about drama? Go watch that. Here's what I'll say, Jai. Uh, that game probably was great, but because the Patriots won on that stupidity, <laughs> I can't enjoy it, and I'll never watch it again because I just don't want to. Which one? Which the, one? The Seahawks. The Seahawks with the Malcolm Butler because it, I just. I hate the Patriots so much. 
That, oh, listen, I hated them. I hated them yeah. as much as anybody else. But as far as the entertainment factor of the game, that yeah, one by on, far is, is, is the best one. Yeah, on your and edge the whole game. But at the, like I said, I, I could never, like, for as great as it is, the ending killed it for me. And then I could never go back. Like, I'll never, I will never watch that game ever again because no matter how great the game was, I'll never, because of the ending and because fuck Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Um, I could watch it 30 times. It's such yeah, a see? great football game. And on that, we got to wrap it up, boys. Two yeah. hours in. Um, I know we didn't get too much in, but I think we had some great, great conversation yeah. this week. By far. We need, we, need a, we need a week like this. I mean, like, like we said, there's only a couple fucking. It was, the last week was more interesting than this week. There's really only one or two games this week that are yes. interesting. Well, he said tomorrow the game should, like you said, the game should be good for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then next week we are after, you know, before we even get into the games from this weekend, we're going to go over and we're going to say who we think are the seven playoff teams from each conference oh. and, and kind of why. And then that's kind of how I think we'll review the games, like I, going through that too. Homework? What the fuck? Yeah, you're gonna have homework, and then I'll keep. I will write down what everyone picks, and then you know we'll see when the playoffs start. If how many each we each got right. Justin Fields for MVP. No. Oh, <laughs> we also want to thank Evan Cohen yes. from Morning yes. Men for joining us tonight, giving us a nice 15, 20 minutes. Outstanding, as always. Uh, love I Evan. When I he gotta comes call on. it. Yeah, he was fantastic. I apparently got a call into the show more because he, <laughs> he, I was catching a lot of strays. I was like, damn, where yeah. is this coming from? How do you get a, or you got to tweet at the show. And then when that, if you tweet, that I think too. that, that helps they too. They don't John. read the damn that tweets too. anyway, unless you're really, well, not on yeah, air, but I think, true. I I think Evan is, con- Evan like refreshes the Twitter like every like two yeah. minutes. And I, and I, I got to. I gotta call into the boys more often. I, well, I, I, Evans, Evans, fantastic. Yeah, good luck with getting through Jive because they don't take many calls on that show. I wait on fucking hold for forty five minutes. Okay, see, so just be prepared to wait on hold because, like I said, not uh, not many calls. Got to get Goldberg. Got to get Goldberg and Scotty back in the mix. Uh, Lou's not bad. Lou, it's it's just whenever they get to it because you know they they just ramble on. Yeah, ramble on. With with Willie now, they and only three hours. They don't. They definitely don't take as many calls, Jai. Which is fine. Yeah, you know, it's still entertaining, but it's just like I remember, especially it's not the, it's not the same it's not when the they same. had the four hours and it was just Evan and Babs. That fourth hour, they would get through like a lot of phone calls. Oh yeah. So. Oh, I re- listen. Shit, I remember those those shows that they did the summer of twenty twenty were so fucking entertaining. The yeah. one where Babchick went out there and tried to fill up his uh, fill up his uh, lawnmower, generator. his generator, right with a with a kitchen funnel that he used yes. for drinking beer out of. Yeah. Did like he do it? Did he do it while the sh- he did it while the show was while on? While the show right? was on, he called in. Yeah, he he <laughs> called in. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. That was <laughs> the, the one the ones he also did that I remember that I loved too was the ones that he did from his mother's house. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He, th- right? Wasn't he calling like? He had to do the, the show the because house. Like, no, he he no, moved his. Uh, he had to move the VX. Well, no, I know, but I'm saying didn't like he was trying to get a hold of his mom and she wouldn't, so he called their house phone while he was on air. Yeah, and then yeah. and then Yukon Al was able to hear the phone number that <laughs> like through the answering machine yeah, and called the their booth. house like two minutes later. That is 
Oh my god. Al's yeah, wild. That was, that was hilarious. Al is wild. He yep. is hilarious. He is but hilarious. I never one of he had a hysterical call into dog on Jackie Robinson Day of 2021. That was so fucking funny. I oh. I, I I have to go back and He's it was funny. so dog what dog and Eddie was so bothered. He That's said, what I'm saying. I forget what his joke was. Doesn't he, doesn't dog he know? Punch, he knows, but at like that point in time, he the topic of of that show, Jackie Robinson Day 2021. It was like dog like was like it was like a serious show, yeah. show so to speak. So the that's what I'm saying. Doesn't was, dog know? I should not go to Yukon Al in Connecticut on on that well, show. He's, <laughs> he's. I think he said that he wanted to talk. About Jackie Robinson, he gave Eddie like a. I'm gonna like give you a shot here for him to give for him to get through, Please. and then he project, and then he gave Dog like a like a hilarious question, and Dog's answer, <laughs> Dog's answer was like Al goodbye, like I don't have time. Ah, goodbye. We're not gonna do that today, okay? I mean, but that's okay. what I mean. Jeez, like, Eddie, Eddie, doesn't, Eddie, please. Doesn't Dog know? Please. Like I should not answer when I want to talk serious. I should not take a Yukon out from Connecticut, no matter what he says. <laughs> Eddie, because please. When is when is Yukon Al ever called to I talk? Can't be farting around on the radio. It was it. it was funny because also like May of last year or this year I should say, Al called into the show and it got and Babchick <laughs> played the angry rant that Eddie had on morning after, or, or and he, and Eddie was all upset because Yukon Al called into the show <laughs> and Eddie was all upset, not as shaving dog started laughing hysterically. No. Uh, My dog yeah. laughs like yeah. hard laughs. It's fucking funny. So, Tori, Tori yeah. doesn't like Yukon Al either, right? Oh, he loves him. Tori loves Yukon. Oh, I feel Tori like he, he blows Yukon. him off all the time. Like Yukon oh, calls Eddie says something and he blows him oh, off. We're, uh, we're up against it. So, uh, thank you, Al. Yukon uh, Al in Connecticut. It's Here we go. Good, I also think I really believe that Tori's just tired of the show, too. Yeah. yeah. Get over it. You're a radio host. Yes. You're gonna get fucking calls. That's that's the Mike Francis. Uh, you you wait on hold for 45 minutes for that. I saw I saw a clip that a Funhouse retweeted yesterday. I nearly fell off the toilet when I heard it. It was <laughs> a caller. A caller called in and was like, it was talking about JFK's assassination. He was like, Hey Mike, do you think uh, you think Jason Giambi killed JFK? I nearly what? fell off the toilet. Yeah, but then your boy Doggy uh, does a whole half joke. hour on the day. We got another joke. Uh-huh. 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 And White goes, and White goes, You have to be one of the biggest morons to ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Craig is just fucking hysterical. Crapper, you want to plug this show for Sunday? Oh, are you doing man. a show on Sunday? We are doing a show Sunday night. Why would we, we not be doing Trapper? a show on Sunday? Uh, we, I don't know. Are you we, fucking we traveling? And uh, right traveling. now the plan is, since this game is absolute trash. Um, what the fuck to... do you mean it's going to be absolute trash? Oh, yeah, because this... Aaron Rodgers is, I want to watch the Packers. Give me a fucking break. I want to watch this shit. I got your quote-unquote terrible Eagles yeah. versus the terrible Green Bay Packers. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go terrible. They can run the fucking ball, and the Ooh. Eagles cannot stop the run. Aaron Rodgers is washed. But Aaron Jones and D.J. Dillon are not. It, ugh, ugh, just, I don't know. We're talking about potentially doing a special week this week. We're, myself and Sarge will discuss this uh, at a later time. Yes. Also, we're going to get into uh, 
going to pop each other's assholes? What are you talking about? Well, we're going to also get into oh a ser- serious basketball warrior this week. Oh, God, no. Like, you know, if you had like a meme of like people, like you had like a bunch of like pickup basketball guys and you want to like name each guy, like, <laughs> like the serious basketball pickup guy, that's Warrior. Oh. He's got goggles and shin pads and shin he, he, uh, and all that. He counted, he counted his 15 assists last night. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you do, you do that. Come on. Though, you do the same thing. You're talking about my three rebounds, oh, oh, be- two for six from the field. Last, so last night, and I'll end with this. Last night, so we're playing five on five this whole game. There's no no subs. So the other team has this guy. The guy's probably like in his early 50s. He's probably like five foot four. And he's a little stocky guy, but he hits shots. So I'm covering last night Mm. this guy that Warrior's been complaining about because the guy's a little dirty. And he is. He's definitely a little dirty underneath the hoop with the rebounding. I wanted to cover him. And the guy's like 5'10, 270. So anytime he posts up on me, I really can't do much to stop him. Anyway. So a pick is so this guy makes a move after I get picked off and he almost scores and Warrior's like, oh, I almost had material for a week and a half. I'm like, what? 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 So finally he does though. My guy, you know, my guy throws a pick on me. I can't get around him in time. The older guy gets around and scores. So literally the next play, I drop a I drop a three, which we only play once. It doesn't count as a three, but I drop a three and Warrior's like, oh, I'll give him that shot all day. So at that point I just had enough of Warrior. So I waited for him, and he tries to throw the pass to my guy. I pick off the pass and go all the way down. And I'm like, a little cocky there, buddy, aren't you? <laughs> he didn't like that too much. Love he saw the smile on his face to turn to a very stern look. All right. Well, look, let's save it for a Sunday Night Crapper. Love the serious. Yes, the, but the, anybody, the more, most importantly, I hope uh, everybody, all three of you, have a very happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. Yeah, you too. Same yeah, to the too. three of you. Yes, Thank you, you too. John, no, hold on, John. I don't know where you gotta go ahead. Plug. I'm right here. I'm plug, right here. Go ahead. Plug. Plug your show, Jai. <clears throat> um, the Amatel, I can tell you, is podcast is where you can hear more of my ramblings and rants and diatribes and all things Cincinnati Bengals, NFL, and then when it's in season, the National Basketball Association and Major League Baseball and college football. And college basketball, uh, host of the Amatel Acatelia's podcast. You can follow the show on Instagram at Amatel underscore, no, at Amatel underscore podcast. And the show on Twitter at Amatel underscore it, T-I-S. My handle on Twitter is the same it is on Instagram at the J Shield. I will have a Black Friday episode coming at y'all. Uh, come Friday afternoon, where I will recap these three Thanksgiving games and preview what is a lackluster Week 12 slate in the National Football League. And where Evan Cohen will be on, not for two and a half hours, but <laughs> he will be on the show. We'll make, uh, we'll make amends to get him on the show to preview Bengals and Patriots coming up within the next few weeks in time. Awesome, Jai. Awesome. I haven't, by the way, Jai, I, hope, I, I haven't mentioned no, yes. didn't mention hockey. I don't talk about hockey, hockey on the show. I'm not a hockey guy, <laughs> hockey guy. obviously. But uh, of hockey. And, and the things and the things and and y'all laugh and and it's funny with Evan with the two and a half hours. Literally, I had him on in July during COVID when there was nothing. It was before the NBA restarted and for the baseball season. Like there was nothing, nothing to talk about. And like we discussed earlier, like the only thing I basically had outside of listening to Dog every single day was Morning Men for four hours, in which they were like, "Am I on?" 
honest, humble opinion. It was, it was, it was the peak of their show was the summer of 2020 where they were just absolutely sensational. So yeah. let me get, I had nothing. I mean, how many times you guys, you, you guys would be amazed. I was so desperate for shit to talk about. I, not, after last dance was over, I had to break down my favorite shows from Nickelodeon. I was so Love down bad for content. I had to break down old shows from the 2000s, 2010s, Nickelodeon for things to talk about. So I said, well, enough of that. Let's get Evan on and we'll basically do a show where it's just me and him having a conversation. And it ended up going on for two and a half hours. So yeah. be that as it may. Huh. All right. We said it all. Said it all. Oh, anything from you, Roick? Yeah, let's just go Islanders. You know, keep winning, keep keep the pace, keep getting points, keep coming from behind and fucking winning Islanders hockey games. All right. Wait, let's real, go. Real quick, yeah. real quick, 30 seconds. Do you have a problem with Buck Showalter winning manager of the year? No, not at all. No. Oh, why would I? It's for, it was for regular season. It was for regular season. He was fucking dominant. Yeah. Yeah, but the division blown was. In yeah, I, I, yeah, I. But that I, wasn't blown because they stunk. It was blown because the Braves are playing neither. The, the fucking Braves, but yeah, they you just came say, on at the end of the. That's yeah. what we won 101 baseball games and didn't win the division. That's you know that that's doesn't impressive. doesn't normally happen. Plus, I think from no, being no. what last in the division last yeah. year, and I he know. exceeded. I just wanted. I just want to know how yeah. he felt about it. I that's think cool. he also exceeded expectations. Yeah, we get, we get well. some pitchers in the offseason. We get another bat, and uh, we're on our way. Speaking I, of, I, listen, I, you, I love Bucks, so I'm not doing. I didn't ask you for any Bucks slander. I, I, okay. I'm a, I'm a Orioles fan. I, I love Bucks so Walter. I just wanted to know what you right. thought. Okay. Well, I got a new close to the show, gentlemen. All right. Oh, you do guys, you? You guys ready? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. The trumpets. Oh, Jesus. Somebody should be allowed to mute him right now. So, for the dry shields, for Crapper, Sunday Night Crapper, and for Mike fucking Ruick, I'm Drill Sarnzi, and this is the Wednesday Night Tailgate, where the tailgate party never ends. We hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday, 6.30, right here on Spotify Live. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the games. Peace. Peace. Peace.